0: I have to own up to something. Mm-hmm. I, ugh, the last episode we released season two of Rick and Morty. I, in that one, I called the, the, the version of hurt that they used
1: oh, in
0: the, in the wedding squanchers, a cover. It was the original by nine inch nails. I didn't <laughs> know that song was by nine inch nails. <laughs> Cause oh, I man. only knew the Johnny cash version.
1: I'm i uh, I'm a horrible person um nah, okay. so I feel like I might have but I did I cosign that? I don't know anything about it, but it, it sounds like something like, co It
0: felt like everyone coasted on it because I definitely didn't pick it up pick up pick up on that <laughs> while we were talking about. I don't about believe it. you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that that is the original. That's interesting. Oh, you didn't
0: know that was the original? <laughs> okay so when that was johnny cash i thought it was johnny cash no so see that's the thing is the johnny cash version has overtaken the nine inch nails version but nine inch nails came out with it in like the mid-90s and johnny cash covered it in the early 2000s and that's the version everyone knows now apparently like a whitney houston thing yeah Uh, and so i'll always love you (laughs) you know here's the thing uh i feel bad about it i feel dumb but also (laughs) uh I still think the song was weird in that moment, so you know, it. I don't think it fit. The but thesis okay. is still
1: the same. It's just a little, couple <laughs> little details that you got to fix on your uh, your second draft.
0: <laughs> Have you? Do you guys remember the Logan trailer for X X Men's movie Logan? Um, yeah. the, yes. The first trailer for that movie was just set to Johnny Cash's Hurt. And I swear that trailer deserves an Academy Award. It's so good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's so, so good. Uh, Everybody has a trailer like that where they think it's like. Right. I don't know if I want to say better than the movie, but the trailer is like a work of art. Logan is, is a good um,
0: movie, but man, that trailer. I, I, I love right?
1: Logan. I love uh, you ever see the trailer for the second Kingsman, the one that's set to my way by Frank Sinatra.
0: Oh, I probably have.
1: That's uh, that's mine. I was like, "Fuck, you know, this is dope."
0: You know what? I'm no- I'm noticing a pattern here, though. If they're set to dope songs, <laughs> they're be like that's great. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, really yeah. good. People were convinced Suicide Squad was going to be great, but it was just set to Bohemian Rhapsody. So you know, <laughs>
3: that that's tricked not, everyone. Yeah.
1: That's one of those songs where it's not fair. You could make a, a nice little AMV. Yeah, you can make a nice little AMV of uh, Food Fight and put god or of, or of
0: suicide it. squad right yeah, okay. yeah right all right
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or just that oh You'd man really the spider Verse
2: trailer made me excited that's really the only one i can think of where that i saw it rules. and i was like oh this is gonna be awesome yeah. right out the gate
0: yeah that that's a great trailer um <laughs> and a great movie indeed mm let's talk about that instead today how about right. that? you want to talk about uh, spider verse
1: there sure, in
2: the there's
1: uh, gotta be at least one curse. mahersha ali probably mumbles a curse after he gets shot in some point
0: yeah so.
1: that would be pretty rad <laughs> fuck oh
0: fuck miles <laughs> be better than me <laughs> <laughs> all right well let's just play the theme song let's that's a pretty good start theme theme song I've been watching them for years,
1: it's always been something that fit With all the animated characters that's doing their own bits With a fry who's in the future and a family guy that sucks With a father
0: from a hill, a burger family runs amok The show and spies is the same guy except he totally same f End of verse Let's watch cartoons that like- could. What the f*** is up, everybody? Welcome to Cartoons That Curse, the podcast that talks about cartoons that say swear words. I'm Johnny.
1: I'm here with my co-host, Tariq. I'm Tarky today. How are you guys doing? (laughs) We're Tarky today.
0: (laughs) As was foretold by the birthday cake. (laughs) And we have an amazing guest today. One of our very best good friends, Offbeat Kiki.
2: What the f*** is up, y'all? Yeah, <laughs> wow,
0: wow. <laughs> uh, we're so excited you're here. This is going to be so much fun. We know you love Rick and Morty. So we're going to talk about Rick and Morty season four. Oh, oh, look, it's a Rick and Morty shirt. I am They're wearing right. my Rick and yeah. Morty
2: shirt today, yeah.
0: For the people listening at home, Keeks just showed us their Rick and Morty shirt. Right, and <laughs> I have cool. been saying
1: rigor mortis for the past four days instead of rick and morty and it's gotten to the point where i can't stop and that's all i'm that's saying that's what the show yeah. Is called
0: yeah you just rigor keep you just keep texting me rigor mortis i'm like what are I you doing? I-,
1: <laughs> I just say
0: rigor mortis. my phone beeps at
2: 4 t- 22 in the morning
0: it's
1: over so, uh, it's awesome oh my god it's it's Tarky another... again <laughs> <laughs> Tarky and this damn rigor Morty. i don't know what's wrong with him
0: oh man all right well season four season four of rick and morty i think started airing in 2019 right it started in 2019 that sounds right, right. and then and then finished in 2020 um
1: because they had that they promotion did... that was like the other four or some shit like that right
0: yeah, they they did five five and five I think. It was uh-huh. uh the last the last five or whatever. Um so let me let me com- confirm that. Yes, at the uh, the end of 2019 the first five aired ending in December and then May uh in May they aired the final five episodes of season 4. Uh and you know, a lot of people were really upset that they were taking another hiatus because it took <laughs> a year and a half to put out the first five and they're like, "We yeah. just got it back." Yeah. Um, but you know, beggars can't be choosers, I guess, <laughs> um, but, uh, so th- it seems like they're on a better schedule. Now we we've, we've waited about by the time season five comes out, which is June 20th, 2021, we'll have waited about a year and a month since the final episode of season four. I'm okay with that schedule a year and a month between seasons. Sounds great to me. Yeah, After short in
2: comparison to pretty
0: things. short in comparison <laughs> i just got spoiled by other shows that put out more episodes in a timely manner <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know that's okay it's part of the charm of rick and morty they're real <laughs> <Be slow. late>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah it's part of their thing so let's talk about 401 edge of tomorty rick die Wait, wait. I think I wrote this wrong. It's Rick Die Rick Pete, isn't it? I think I wrote Rick Die Repeat.
2: My they notes just... also say repeat.
0: It's Rick Pete. Wow, <laughs> just say double check. Rick
1: checked. Pass? Rick pass. Rick,
0: Rick <laughs> Die Rick Pass. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so this episode is basically... Uh, this is an interesting one. So basically, Morty uses a like future sight crystal to make sure that he lives his life in a way that will allow him to die of old age at jessica's side which is uh a very (laughs) pathetic morty thing to do um (laughs) but fun fun premise i especially like because this one is very much like right off the bat they're like oh season four morty he's gonna defy the fuck out of what rick wants (laughs) like he is gonna just do his own thing even if rick's literally like nagging in his ear the whole episode (laughs) um what did, what did y'all think about Edge of Tomorrow? Tariq, why don't you go first? Edge of Tomorrow. Rick die, Rick Pete.
1: Uh, so this is one of the ones that I remember, uh, when it aired. I think the first thing I really liked about this is that I really liked that. Con- I like the concept of the, the death crystal and I like how they execute it. I like how like Rick uses it. The f- notice like, Oh, they're about to shoot me and all of that type of shit. Like this one does a lot of stuff that I really like. And that I think is clever. Uh, all the holograms and stuff like that. Um, I like uh, holophobic. That's pretty good. that was
0: That was actually a thing in general that just giving the holographic Rick that quirk where he was just like all about holographic people's rights and like not and not like and not using any stereotypes against holographic people (laughs) you know that was was a really funny quirk to give him um and i think that added a lot to that subplot uh, I so loved Hollow Rick um,
2: protesting too this the scene where Morty's like walking through school and there's like eight Hollow Ricks yeah.
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that was
2: awesome um, yeah I think th- this episode makes me laugh a lot I have a lot of quotes that I wrote down um, but one of my favorite parts um, I find it very darkly hilarious that like all the other timelines are fucking fascist like <laughs>
3: Rick just oh, keeps yeah. like he's
2: in there and he's like when did this <laughs> shit become the default and um, yeah I don't know just like waking up in like the fascist teddy world, and then just instantly killing himself to get out of it, and yeah. The wasps, that was, like practice empathy, so they're not fascist. But then they like eat Morty's teacher alive. Right. I, I just <laughs> find that whole thing really funny.
0: Yeah, that scene was that scene was brutal when they're just eating Goldenfold, and <laughs> and he like Goldenfold like gives birth to little maggots and they eat them too. It's so Jeez. gross. <laughs> uh, one thing that made me laugh really hard. This was just a really small like visual gag in in the in one of the fat in the first fascist reality. I bet so. Uh, I think. Um, so on in in the garage uh, of all of the Rick's garages, there's a thing on the shelf. There's a box that says "time travel stuff," and that's like an in joke for the for the writers. It's like, oh, time travel sh- stuff is on the shelf. We're not going to do time travel stuff. And uh, and in the fascist one, it just says "fascist time travel stuff." <laughs> they just, like, it's just that little bit. <laughs> They're just really leaning into it. <laughs> um this episode also had some like really cool animated sequences the like the like gooey like blobby stuff at the end when morty just becomes the big like monster yeah (laughs) monster Mm. cocoon thing um that was really cool i thought there was some really cool stuff there uh it felt like it ended on i don't know it felt like it ended a little underwhelming it felt like it was leading up to this huge sequence and then they were just like well they got morty and then I guess they did the like callback thing where there was like, oh, okay, so now holographic Rick is real and wasp Rick lays bees in his eyes or whatever, <laughs> like eggs right, in his right, eyes. Right. So like it all came together. Um, but it felt like it happened so fast. I was like, I feel like I blinked in the end and it was like over. I was like, oh, I guess it rewound. I was like, did I miss something? I was like, oh no, it just ended kind of quick. <laughs> i Uh, I I love when
2: rick's like there's a there's a lesson here and i'm not gonna be the one to figure it out
0: after (laughs) (laughs)
2: explodes.
0: i feel like they did that a lot this season where they were just like they they've done it a lot over the course of the show like i think the first time was in season one something ricked comes this way when they're like trying when uh rick and summer are trying to figure out like what did we learn from this from this this, our deals with the devil and they're like i don't know let's just get jacked and beat him up
3: <laughs> and, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and i
0: feel like there's a few episodes this summer they are like or the, in this season where they're just like i don't know what we learned guys <laughs> i don't know
2: <laughs> the reason i wanted to talk about this season with you guys is because of the way that they like push the boundaries of absurdity so far that there isn't even a lesson to learn anymore and i just love when shows get that weird so.
1: <laughs> yeah that's one yeah. thing i noticed about this season compared to the rest is that like I don't want to say nothing at all, but it's the closest Rick and Morty comes to having nothing to say. Like, it's just, <laughs> <laughs> it's just the adventures is just like the wild shit. Like, that's I do think there's a couple to.
0: episodes that I think there's a couple episodes that go really far in the opposite direction where yeah. they're just like, they're mm-hmm. trying to say a lot. And then the rest are kind of just like, everything's bananas meaningless bonkers <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs>
3: right, I get it's you.
0: like the universe is chaos and just just enjoy it okay um but i i really liked the sci i liked the sci-fi of the like crystal that shows you how you yeah. die that was really yeah, neat same. um seeing morty just go full terminator and like use the me seeks to take out the police <laughs> and, like, that, was, that was bananas uh i got a big laugh out of him like Figuring out what to say to the judge to get out of yeah, going to jail. I love that. I love that. <laughs>
1: that
0: was really, really interesting. And, and the really judges,
1: uh, the judges Sherry, Sherry Shepherd from The View, which I oh, thought no was way. funny it freaked I me the hell that. out <laughs> when I was when I was watching. I'm like, who the hell is that? And then when the credit started, I said, Oh, it's Sherry. I wrote down, <laughs> Oh shit. The judge was Sherry with two exclamation points. That's how excited I was.
0: <laughs> Love that. That's wild. Um, And then at the end when he's just like so fixated on following the crystal to be with Jessica like long term or whatever that he just he just uh, w- doesn't chooses not to go skinny dipping with jessica <laughs> like, right <he's> like, <laughs> you yeah. can just go right <laughs> like, I think now we get together in our 40s <laughs> yeah. right. oh man and that the,
1: um, the reveal is really good too at the end mm-hmm. it's just the tag so right funny. Yeah. it's the
0: tag yeah um yeah
1: really yeah what's the reveal it's literally. that
0: that she,
2: she wants to work in hospice right yeah. and just and, tell, and, and, tell every dying person that she loves them <laughs> yeah and like hold them as they die <laughs> it was so dark
0: Oh man, I think that is a, it's a big character. It's actually kind of probably a big character building episode for Morty now. Like, I mean, we've had a few of these at this point where he's like, he's off, he's often now. Actually, there's a few in this season, too, where he's like, well, look, I'm going to embrace the, all of this crazy stuff that I can do with with Rick and use it to my advantage. <laughs> and mm-hmm. every time he does that, he learns a harsh lesson.
2: <laughs> yeah, I did write down every time Rick gives Morty time altering tools, Morty fucks up his life somehow, which yeah. Yeah, also yeah. happens with bat of Acid.
0: Right, for sure. <laughs> um, man, good. W- it's, it's a pretty fun, uh, but it's a pretty fun fun season premiere like it's it's a big it feels like a big season premiere which is which is good and I am you know I feel like I guess they've done that seasons 2 seasons 2 3 and 4 all had solid big season premieres right. so they're pretty good at starting their seasons off um y'all have any other thoughts about edge of twilight Rick die repeat two things
2: the yeah. quote this is my house Rick I'll eat any ass I want from Jerry and
1: <laughs> right, then Rick like just gets lot. gross <laughs> that's really good Jerry stand up for what you that's believe so in funny. he's
2: always saying shit that he thinks like hits really hard and then you're just like it. Jerry you're a fucking idiot
1: stand up for <laughs> what you believe in Jerry
2: <laughs> and then uh, I'm really glad at the end of the episode they did the like 100 years Rick and Morty thing because I just I just love that bit and then Morty so yeah, joins had, like, in. And then Summer comes in and, like, goofs on them, and then they isolate her audio, and she's
3: she's
2: just, yeah, like, dogging them. on
1: them. You ruined the season four premiere. Voting.
3: Yeah,
0: <laughs> I like That's that great. I, I so like that this- Morty
1: joins in this time. I wrote that down so yeah. that he joins yeah. into the speech.
0: I think I, it's weird how, like, each – they've done that three times. They do it in the season one premiere, the season three premiere, and the season four premiere. And I feel like each one – changes just a bit to illustrate that character development especially in morty like the season one morty's like writhing on the ground in pain because he doesn't know what's going on and season two he's like joining in and he's stoked with rick and season three and season uh four he like joins in with rick to shit on summer like he's even in just those moments you can see the character
1: evolution of morty
0: over the course of four seasons
1: which is pretty interesting
0: uh good stuff tricky more any more about this one
1: uh it references a Pixar movie I've never seen. There's like a Coco joke. Coco. There's a Coco yeah. joke. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Tariq, you gotta see Coco. Coco's really good. Yeah, no. It's really good. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna change the name of the podcast to Cartoons That Coco. We're only gonna talk about Coco from now
1: on. <laughs> we're gonna talk about Coco and Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. apparently. those are the two cartoons that Coco. <laughs> uh, um,
0: all right, let's move on to 402. The old man and the seat. This is the one where Rick has a vendetta against a man who shat in his toilet. <laughs> um, and developing
2: an app is the
0: sub- and developing plot. an app is the subplot. That's that. right. Where I, I think that's a really funny subplot. I think, and it's, it's weird because that is both the B and C plot because the B plot is Rick and Morty <laughs> dealing with the aftermath, or no, sorry, it's uh, um, G- Jerry and Morty dealing with the aftermath of Jerry helping this alien develop the app. And then it's Beth trying to stop Summer from using the app to oh, find right. all, <laughs> of, all of her soulmates. <laughs> all right, yeah. um, I do, I like, I actually kind of like the, I kind of like the meta commentary on like app based dating culture. Like I know it's taken to an exaggeration where it's like, where it's like, Oh, if like, we're just constantly swiping to find our soulmates, but it is like, I have, I do feel like there's a thing about app based dating where it's like, it feels like window shopping. People feel like they're window shopping and they're just like what's what's in the next window? They're mm. always looking for the next window, you know what I mean? Mm. And I don't know if it's healthy for brains. <laughs>
2: to, it is a little bit dehumanizing that. to just, you know, like treat people like something you can just yeah. like swipe away
0: totally yeah. <laughs> uh and i they guess they just take that to the extreme where they're like well everyone you match with is a soulmate who you need to go uh go try and explore a relationship with now <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then you can move on <laughs> um i really like the rick plot of this one though um, I do too. this one like i what i love about it is like this is this is how rick has relationships like he Rick can't do friendships. So like this antagonistic rivalry with this guy, this is the closest he can get (laughs) to like (laughs) a relationship with someone. Uh, And that's why at the end he is so like distraught over the fact that this guy died because it wasn't. Yeah, he didn't like him and he was like shitting on him and trying to like trying to pull one over on him the whole time. But he like put a lot of meaning into doing that. And he right. was, and he felt, and he, and he, like, he was lost when he couldn't, like, reciprocate, when it wasn't reciprocated, when yeah. he couldn't, like, feel that afterwards. Yeah.
2: I think this episode actually tells us a lot about Rick, just quietly. Like, he has a gallery of people that he didn't want to kill that he just keeps in suspended animation. It's a lot of and, people, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and his, you know, his, his just sitting on the toilet being yelled at by all the holograms of himself. Like, his asshole tendencies really came back to bite him in the end. And I don't know. I, I like oh. when the show just, like, makes Rick miserable to, like, make us feel something. I, I just <laughs> Even though that's kind of dark.
1: I didn't... Okay, so... I watched these episodes a while ago, so I forgot what some of my notes meant. And while Keeks was talking, I realized what one of them meant because I wrote down, heaven is shitty. And I didn't know what I was talking about. But now I know what I was talking because it literally was poop. I should stop yeah. taking notes like that because <laughs> I didn't even yeah. know what I was talking about.
2: When I was watching, I had to write down some context for my notes because I knew I'd just forget otherwise. Because there are like so many. Like, I wrote down, what did life take from Rick? And like, I can kind of guess what I meant, but. Right. Yeah.
0: (laughs) You're smarter than I am. I don't have it.
1: There's no context (laughs) for (laughs) me.
0: I think that um, I actually feel like the thing at the end where Rick sits on the toilet and all of like the holograms of himself start to. To ridicule him is even like more interesting because he he knew that was going to happen he set up that trap he chose to sit down and just wallow in himself Mm -hmm. shitting all over himself like he knew exactly what was going to happen and he felt like he deserved it and i think he did it just to like hope to feel something because he was like uh or maybe to distract from like the fact that he's feeling more than he wants to feel about this guy who he was like, was a perceived enemy of him, you know, (laughs) a guy who shat in his toilet who didn't deserve his friendship. But uh, yeah, I've like, I always really, I always really liked this episode, Um, especially because I think this is, this is an instance of them, even though this season and last season go a long way to make it feel like Rick is just invulnerable, um, yeah. This is like a. This is. I think this episode does a really good job exploring. You know, exploring his his psyche. You know, through that because like before season three, they're exploring. He's not in his invulnerable, and they're kind of exploring a lot of him through how he, the things that he can't control, and uh, and I feel like they do a good job in this one, continuing to do that even though he's still like the whole time in this episode is completely in charge of everything that's happening. You know what I mean? Like he's he every step of this, like rivalry, he's one upping this dude. He's like he's the winner of everything. And in the end, he's still the loser, you know? (laughs)
3: Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, Yeah,
2: he Uh, he acts invincible, but, you know, he's there's ways to get at him um one of my favorite like funny moments of this episode is when beth is on the phone with jerry and she's telling him about the app and she's like yeah a really dumb uncreative super yeah. sweaty name and then it just pans out to jerry and the love finders name being circled as the yeah. best one yeah. like all the other shitty ideas oh it was great um oh man also, i wish i had written
0: down the other names because they were i think they were even worse <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, Love Finders with two Z's is terrible. Um, <laughs> but or, is it two R's? I think it's two R's. But um, right. something I noticed, I randomly caught was Verma Gerber's son on the phone is played by Pamela Adler, aka Bobby down. Hill, aka Pajama oh. Sam.
1: Oh my god, so, I love oh, that Pamela made me excited. Adam. She <laughs> I put, she should be in I put Bobby Hill's voice comes out of the fly's phone. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first to know half of the episode. <laughs> Oh, I always forget that
2: she also did Pajama Sam, and that Bobby Hill and Pajama Sam are the same voice. Really which means similar. you could do some really funny edits. But, True. Uh, yeah.
0: Oh my God, Pajama Sam yelling, "That's my purse!" <laughs> 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 oh man, um, y'all got any other thoughts on the old man in the seat?
1: Uh, the app,
2: the episode stresses me out because I'm an app designer. So oh, like, let's make an app thing. I'm just like, oh, God.
1: I to it's, following to you. it's following you to your media. <laughs>
0: oh, it's also um, Taika Waititi is the alien. That's a really fun performance. He's just got the best voice. Oh. He's so funny. Um, and I guess I also like that, like we've got this little mini Jerry and Morty adventure, and it's interesting to see Morty be in charge. Like Morty, Morty is the Rick and Jerry is the Morty in that situation. Uh, And to see the ways that Jerry ruins it (laughs) when Morty's in charge is, is interesting. Um, (laughs) There's a, there's a
1: point in the episode uh, in, in a summer and Beth story where Beth says, how many soulmates is that in a week? So what is what is that how long does this episode take place over? <laughs> it's gotta like, be a week. I mean it's gotta be a week, right? <laughs> there's no way all the Rick stuff and it. that's nuts. I don't know. It, it started making me think about like the timeline because I was like, damn, yeah. all that happens this is like drawn out that long. I
0: think the Rick stuff could make sense for being over the course of a week, but the the, the, Jerry. the Jerry and Morty stuff, them being trapped on that ship for a week is like it's that's nuts. that one's like wild. Yeah. It's like, oh, they were just they were just prisoners on that ship for a while. That's pretty right. crazy. Um and and you even, know it mean, like,
1: at least even if it's not even just a week, it is a couple of days, right? Because you see like the motel and right. stuff like that. For sure. Yeah, they
0: just I like how at the end everyone running to find their new soulmates, everyone is just exhausted. No one's having a good time anymore. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like oh, we found each other. Now, what next? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, all look, they all look stoned. They're just like so... <laughs> they are just got, just got no, blitz, blitzed red eyes.
2: <laughs> that reminds me of why I wrote down this note that says, I never know when to like Beth and Jerry together because now I remember it's because they're like, no, I didn't go on the apps. And then they like hug each other or whatever. But they're like such a weird couple to like watch... In any episode, because part of me, like, really wants them to be okay and, like, get along and, be like you know, like, be in go- on good terms with each other. But part of me also thinks they're, like, really unhealthy for each other <laughs> and, you know, like, very intentionally written that way. So it's hard for me to tell whether or not I like Beth yeah. and Jerry together.
1: Yeah, I don't know what the show tries to say about them, because, right, like, sometimes there will be instances where you're like okay yeah jerry is literally dragging beth down right but the show sometimes will go out of its way to say like no these two are made for each other Mm -hmm. um so yeah i i don't know i get mixed messages from it all the time you know yeah they're definitely codependent <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, they were, oh God, they were they're
3: codependent,
2: <laughs> right? That's one of my favorite episodes of the whole show. Oh, <laughs> the marriage so counseling one,
0: oh yeah, we, we talked a lot about that one a lot last week. Um, <laughs> the uh, yeah, it's, I also loved, um, and also like Beth, Beth specifically chose to give up her match with Ted Dancing, Ted
3: Dancing, <laughs> <laughs> right, uh,
0: which is pretty funny, and then, um. And then they, I I love the tag where he where where Jerry's like dream of his like absolute bliss is being a water delivery a, man, a water delivery man who brings people water. That is the lowest bar. I know. <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh man, he's I a simple just, man. I hope I'm not going to make any water delivery men listeners mad. Though. Oh, they've That's, it's already a noble profession, noble profession. The one
1: star review <laughs> is already there on Apple Music. <laughs> <laughs> like it's uh, it's happening.
0: <laughs> oh man, I'm sorry, arrowhead water no, delivery he's not. people. It's all right.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, let's move on to four hundred three. <laughs> one <laughs> one, cr- one crew over the crew crew crew, crew coos, Morty. Man, the names are hard this season.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're ridiculous. Like when I was yeah. trying to jot these down, I'm like, this is, there was like clever ones in the front, like, oh, Rick's oh, the minute, like, you know, one more dog, right. like All right, stuff I can remember. And I was just like, oh, what are you doing? <laughs> I, think they're having,
0: I think they're having fun with how convoluted the puns get, which, no. you know, good on them. I do think, I think the old, like the old man in the seat is really simple and a good Title That's a really good title. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Um, this one using crew twice (laughs) in the as a pun instead of one flu, it's one crew, (laughs) it's crew coos. That's a lot. (laughs) It's a lot. I did write down
2: these names are starting to bother me by the end of the season. I think I was like a chilled Rick of Mort. I was like, okay, I can't do this anymore. Um, 403
0: is the heist parody. This is the episode that basically came about because Dan Harmon hates heist movies <laughs> and thinks they're <laughs> formulaic. Uh, and this episode very much illustrates that they are formulaic. <laughs> uh, I do like how much it like takes the piss out of heist movies. I think it's really yeah. funny. They just go through every beat of the heist movie over and over again. I love them like gathering the crew. I think my favorite moment in that is is when they go to get the first guy and he's like glarm how you doing he's like the name's clear now and i play piano hey clear play the piano i'm not gonna and the name's glarm <laughs> it's so fast it, it's just like he goes through his little like change of heart so fast to the point where you're just like oh yeah i guess this is exactly how a heist movie goes just in fast forward <laughs> it's just right, fast yeah. forward um uh, i mean elon musk though there's elon musk in this one which is
2: Elon Tusk. Tusk. Thank Elon you very much. Tusk. Sorry. We've I got love when of... he makes them walk like two feet just to say, let's talk over here. <laughs> that
0: is a good <laughs> bit. That is a good bit. Yeah. Um, How uh, what, uh, what do you guys feel about, about the heists? Give me give give me your thoughts on the heists. <laughs> uh, eh.
1: <laughs> this is actually the first episode in the history of cartoons that curse that I've never seen. Uh, wow. I, I've never seen this one. It's the first episode of any show that we've watched so far that I haven't seen. Uh but then I kind of wrote, like, I may have seen this because I recognized the Doctor Strange thing. He's like, oh. Right. It's a good uh, bit. Lab coat, rip off Doctor Strange. Like, I remember yeah. that. I don't know if that was in trailers or anything like that. And that's why I remember it because I don't remember the rest of this. Um, right. And I don't know. I feel like, so, meeting all of Rick's friends was really fun. Uh,. And then, like, you know, they keep doing it. You son of a bitch, I'm in. Like, you know, like, all, all mm-hmm. that stuff is really, really funny to me. Um, And then, like, they just kept... The thing about it, I think, for me, was that they hammered in the heist thing. Because that's exactly what it is. But they hammered it in so hard that I kind of stopped laughing for a little bit. It, and I'm like, all right. It got exhausting. exhausting. Exactly. Yeah, it got exhausting. <laughs> yes. So I'm like, all right. But then the episode got actually got me back with the uh the Netflix reveal where Morty's just like this thing is stupid. Oh yeah. (laughs) It got me right back with that. I was like, oh I like this. This is really funny.
0: (laughs) That that I'm on the same page. I'm like overall mixed about the episode because even though I get that they were very much just trying to beat they were they were trying to make heist movies exhausting because that was Rick's that was what Rick was trying to do. That was what Rick was trying to do to Morty is make Heist movies exhausting, and they also did it to us, the audience.
2: He was <laughs> and- making Morty hate his screenplay the entire right. time. Which is, is exactly,
0: horrible. <laughs> I, but it's also that's a that is like as much as you know as exhausting uh, as exhausting as this episode is. That is a good, clever ending end twist. That the whole yeah, thing was is. just Rick trying to get Morty to not uh to to not care about a screenplay. It's also an interesting character moment. For Rick, because he is so scared of Morty having some sort of his own success yeah. and not being like reliant on these fun adventures with him. He's like he he's, needs Morty. He needs Morty. And so he's like undermining Morty's successes so that he can keep hanging out with Morty. Um <laughs> but yeah, it's like, but I it's it's hard to it's hard to it's hard to get through the exhaustive nature of the the heist, heist, yeah. heist, heist, heist. heist stuff.
2: I think there are some good moments in, like, the, the big heist fight that make it better, like... Uh, one of them is like when they're when he's like telling the RandoTron that like he like swapped them, and then the RandoTron's like, "Oh, but I moved," and then he's like, "Yeah, well, I swapped the tape," and then he's like, "Oh, impressive," as if like that
3: <laughs> specific moment, it's
2: like anything that took you know big brain energy, right. and then Rick and the robot just yelling, "I programmed you to do that," back and forth at right. each other.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I also like one of my favorite moments that it's like such a small moment. Uh, and it's partially delivery but it but it got a huge laugh out of me is when he's in the netflix meeting and the guy's just like crazy day huh the wall the sky turned into a circuit board <laughs> and and morty's like yeah that was a part of my uh adventure i was on <laughs> and <he> was like, <laughs> and he's just like making small talk um yeah, yeah, yeah. and i and it's also funny because you know all of these writers have like had those pitch meetings with with directors before and or in like with executives before and like the executives just like (laughs) morty's just like yeah we came down from the like (laughs) the circuit board thing to come here he's like oh try coming in from malibu yeah like (laughs) 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 so funny um He's yeah, just like, the, like
2: so phoning it in, the executive exactly. guy with the things he says. It's great.
0: Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's uh I, I really like that. So like there are there are so many things about this episode that I'm like, love, 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 love. Yeah. Uh, but I can't. It's sometimes I just it's another one that I like it's it's tough for me to like want to rewatch this episode. I guess yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. it, uh,
1: it does a. Uh, it does another thing that I really like. Uh it's another quote that I really like where uh rick says that he programmed the other thing uh based on pretending to like uh favorite lynch films to shut his friends up that's like <laughs> such a funny film kid thing <laughs> like, <laughs> like hey, all right shut up yes yeah, <laughs> so
0: it's true uh and that's the exact director who that happens for <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> right, right. <laughs> that's really funny i have uh, two quotes
2: written down for this episode um the first one is if morty ever gives up on a single dream it better be because of his disillusionment from Beth yeah. <laughs> she's like yelling at rick i love that and then maybe my favorite quote from rick and morty ever your booze mean nothing i've seen what makes you cheer which i think i'm gonna tattoo across my forehead sometime, <laughs> sometime soon yeah
0: that's totally. It's fair. so
2: good. I like. I was watching it with my husband, and we just paused the episode to laugh for a minute because I love that so much.
0: <laughs> it's 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 so good, and it's like honestly, just. I mean, unfortunately, it's also a line that can just get used by anyone. Yeah. <laughs> who's like, you <laughs> know what I mean? <laughs> but it is very much oh. how I feel a lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so. <Often>. Uh, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I also this also has like return of Mr. Poopy butthole in kind of an yes. underwhelming way. Uh, he's great, but like very little impact on the whole story. <laughs> right. I like right. his his introduction and I love the tag. Uh, right. where he's just like, wait, why did you, why did you train all those, all of my students to fight me? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, I just wrote, Mr. Poopy butthole gets screwed over again. Like he's, he, he just he keeps having a, yeah, he lost his whole job because of this. <laughs> and He's just having, he's having a hard time with the Smith family.
1: <laughs> you know what this made me think about? Cause I've watched, uh, our, uh, the one episode we did with man the other day and it got me thinking like uh which one of i don't remember which one of y'all it was but one of y'all said that like i think it might have been you johnny that the um the episode with the parasites the one that introduces mr poopy butthole like that's like a different rick and morty so maybe that's why they know Mr. Poopy butthole and it got me thinking like well is this that same Rick and Morty since he's here too and they already know him and they established that they know him.
0: I was wondering the same thing yeah like if if that is the case uh is yeah if that's the case then are these are these is there's nothing necessarily that ties this Rick and Morty to c137 the universe that they like allegedly live in or whatever so who knows maybe like i guess that's kind of the fun of the show is like anyone could be or might not be and but it's also possible that like our rick and morty know mr poopy butthole also they just don't they just don't they just don't go on all the adventures like that rick and morty did to put him in the title sequence of every episode for that (laughs) uh for that episode um yeah, that's the fun stuff to speculate about. Get real in the weeds about <laughs> about the multiverse. Uh, you guys got any other thoughts about one crew over the crew kuz Morty?
1: I don't so want to you say the say name that again. Title again? No.
0: Four oh four is another title. Claw <laughs> and hoarder <laughs> special rictums, Morty. <laughs> oh okay right. i kind of I kind of appreciate how convoluted this one is yeah. uh, <laughs> uh morty demands a dragon but then rick soul bonds with it uh <laughs> a lot of people hate this episode <laughs> a lot of people yeah.
1: hate
0: this episode so uh,
1: <laughs> this is another episode that i've never seen before yeah uh and this is my first time seeing it <laughs> And I thought this shit was funny. Like, I just couldn't. Like, I thought this shit was really, really funny. I
0: I do, too. (laughs) It does
1: something that the show does two times this season, uh, where it's just, like, really weird, borderline, out-of-place, new-age hip-hop references. Like, not old references. (laughs) Like, rappers that are, like, active. So, like, Rick listens. To A-Boogie for some reason. I think it's either the last episode or the one before it. But I was like, why the fuck is he listening to A-Boogie? And here, number one, the dragon owns a vinyl vinyl's <laughs> first album. <laughs> it's just like, why the fuck does he have that? And it's signed with like uh and yeah, and and shit. Like, God damn And then I was watching an episode with Keeks and
3: You
2: were freaking
1: out. It was pretty fun to watch. You can attest to the fact that when they started the sequence with mask off, Uh. I yelled, stop it. (laughs) (laughs) Stop (laughs) it.
0: (laughs) That's so funny. This episode is stupid. It's so stupid. It is like the epitome of stupidity in Rick and Morty. Uh, I I love how the beginning, like we've almost every season, there's an episode that's like Morty demanding like i want to do my adventure yeah. we're gonna do my adventure and this time he is like so fucking angry <laughs> he's like <laughs> rick I, you, you said i could have a fucking dragon rick <laughs> like, give me a dragon <laughs> and uh i like how he gets his dragon and then like the idea of like the dragon <laughs> cheating on him with rick <laughs> It's, it's really <laughs> funny to me but i i love what the dragon and rick do for fun they go they like get blazed and go to the zoo and just and just let, let out all the animals, animals. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and yeah, then yeah. get them blazed too it's so 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 stupid they have such a good time doing it um i like i think that's all fun in the first act and then the whole rest of it is like i really like how it Rick goes from just, like, hating the magic angle, and, like, it's, like, Rick versus magic to, like, just embracing it and being, like, magic's pretty cool. I can do it what I no want. It no rules. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Morty's um, and-
2: nerdy magic learning actually helps them out big right. time.
0: <laughs> and I feel like the Rick growing okay with magic is, like, also sort of a meta writer's joke where like the writers like this is a sci-fi joke we can't do 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 magic and then the more magic they get and like i guess it's fun because there's no rules we can do magic right Uh, (laughs) which is pretty funny um what do you guys think about all the really horny
1: dragons (laughs) man those dragons really 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 wanted to beat like it was it was like i couldn't i was like fan this is wild there's uh there's a part that where they do something that I think is really funny uh one of the dragons comes out. I don't. I don't remember. It was like some kind of like really big master dragon or something. And then like Rick's like, oh shit! I didn't see the staff. And they get you to pay yeah. attention to the design because nobody sees the staff until he points right. it out. Then you see it, and you're like, oh shit! No, it's <laughs> like, a big a, dildo. Yeah, I thought that was a clever way of getting you to like pay attention to the design.
0: It's <laughs> so funny. He also that that grand master dragon comes out, and he says he's like emerged from his cum cocoon. Yes. Come here. <laughs> (laughs) all right this is
1: (laughs) this is like rick and morty spanish fry
0: (laughs) yeah but but they take it way further because they're not on fox right (laughs) um This is such a gross moment, but it makes me laugh every time, and I think it's all in Justin Roiland's delivery, but it's when that one dragon comes out, and he just goes, yeah, we all hang out here so we can fuck woolly mammoths. (laughs) You're the only one who does that! (laughs) And (laughs) shitting on him, like, that's gross! So funny, though. (laughs) Just the way he says, woolly mammoths. (laughs) Woolly (laughs) mammoths. Oh my god. Um... You guys have any thoughts about the cat subplot? I want yes, to
2: I want to know what's <laughs> in that cat's mind so bad. Oh my it. god.
0: I think they did the right thing not showing us because like Yeah. It's
3: more fun okay, that
2: way.
0: It's more fun that way, but I love that I love that Jerry forces himself to look and then just immediately starts vomiting. vomiting. <laughs> 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 he like jerry just had a great time with this cat <laughs> and he, yeah. whatever he saw he's like get out of here yeah. he's like leave <laughs> um, and it's weird because like we don't see it and we only ever see the cat be a pretty good dude <laughs> you yeah. know right, what i mean right, yeah. Yeah. so we're just kind of like oh cat he just wants to go to florida they don't yeah. ask
1: questions right, there yeah.
0: <laughs> it's so funny which they
1: really don't because florida's gross Uh, oh now we're gonna
0: we're getting we're pissing off we're pissing off water delivery men and floridians in this episode it was gonna
1: happen eventually man we've we've gone too vanilla with this podcast we're gonna have to piss somebody off i don't know man in
0: in season in rick and season two we we pissed off the pope i think so (laughs) we're we're, we went pretty hard
1: we pissed off the pope the moment we started this podcast that's Uh, true we should invite uh, him on we should no because <laughs> he uh, I saw he left a comment under that uh, that article. Uh, <laughs> I'm like turning this into. Oh, uh, that thing. that bit ran out of steam. <laughs> I like turning this into. A <laughs> <van here? laughs> but, <all right. laughs>
3: it was a good
2: attempt. Yeah. an attempt was good made. Try.
0: I think you'll I think uh, you'll nail it next
1: time. <laughs> knock it out of the park next time. Uh, I like I do think that is really nice of Rick to mind blow the stuff out of Jerry's mind, but keep yeah. it in his. I right. thought that was
0: nice.
2: Someone's got to remember it. That's
0: another, like, small thing that's, like, pretty character representative of Rick, mm-hmm. like, showing us some of the stuff that Rick does that is, is to a degree, pretty selfless, you know? Yeah, Uh yeah, yeah. Given, given how seemingly horrendous whatever was in that memory was. Um, but, yeah, that's cool. Like, I, I think they... They do do a pretty good job this season with like being able to keep it wildly chaotic and episodic and then just having moments that bring it back to the characters and kind of are revealing. Um, yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. I also think that Matthew Broderick was a good guest guest voice for uh, the cat. Um, <laughs> it's a pretty, pretty funny. guest Voice also played another famous cat Simba. Maybe uh, have maybe ever heard of him ever, he- ever heard of the, the Lion Ma- King.
1: The I Ma- thought that was Donald Glover. Did you guys? Good point. Did
2: Good you guys point. know that in 1987, Matthew Broderick killed two women in a car crash in Ireland?
0: <laughs> Maybe that's what. That's they not saw. funny. I sh- I'm sorry.
2: Whenever I get the chance to tell people this, I tell people this because people don't fucking know that he literally killed two people in a car crash in Ireland.
0: Yeah, I do. In didn't the 80s. Know. <laughs> <sighs> well, Matthew Broderick stands. Sorry, <laughs> I've done my duty. I can leave now. <laughs> We're pissing off everyone today. <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty fucked up. Uh, famous people can get away with a lot of stuff. It's a bummer
2: they can. Yeah, sure yep. I have some quotes written down for this episode. Let's hear it. Uh, the first one is when Rick goes, I'm not co-bleeding when they're like signing the dragon contract in blood because co-signing contracts is a terrible idea. So I love that. Right. Uh, the second one is when Rick goes, first off, I always slay it queen, uh, which is <laughs>
3: oh, I I <laughs> like, okay. so out of
2: character for him, but I also love it a whole lot. Um, next one is when they, when he says, what in the medieval equivalent of tarnation? Because like clearly the writers didn't want to like look up
3: whatever it would actually be. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, that's and then
2: great. uh and then when they're doing like the dragon orgy, he's like, Maybe don't tell your parents we did this.
3: I
1: really like when they're watching TV earlier and uh she's like, It's like bones, but they solve ass crimes. Yeah, it's called ass.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love one of my favorite uh like Tiny, tiny subgenres of jokes are bones jokes because they're <laughs> all of my favorite. Like so many of my favorite cartoons have funny bones jokes. Like this one. This one has the ass show, which is just bones. And then uh, <laughs> my one of my favorites is in BoJack when uh mr peanut butter really wants to watch bones because it's called bones and he's a dog and Mm -hmm. and diane's like i don't think that shows what you think think it's about (laughs) and and he's and he's watching the show and all the dialogue is just like really contrived stuff about bones it's just like (laughs) we gotta find these bones quick to the bones mobile (laughs) And, (laughs) um, and the funniest part about the bojack one is that i'm pretty sure they got Emily Deschanel to voice her character uh, really for, just
2: for the voiceover
0: of the show. That's
2: really funny. Really good. That's awesome.
0: Oh, man. Anyways, cartoon cartoon writers, if you're listening to this podcast, more Bones jokes, please. More Bones. <laughs> Keep up the Bones jokes. All I right. appreciate them. <laughs> uh, you guys got any other thoughts about this one before we move on to 405? I think
2: we talked about everything I wrote down.
1: Yeah, glows yeah.
0: All right, 405 rattle star rick lactica uh this is the one where morty gets bit by a space snake and basically accidentally causes a snake terminator situation uh yeah lots of snakes in this one uh lots of snakes this one's got a lot of snakes, of snakes. and there are um snakes <laughs> yep lots of snakes i do like so, snake jazz i think snake jazz is funny snake i do like, i wrote good.
1: i wrote snake jazz down uh I'll rip the Band-Aid off. Uh, I don't think that the snake stuff is as funny as a concept as they think it is. I <laughs> because agree. Because I got worn like out much. really quick.
0: <laughs> I think it's a funny concept. I just think it's not one that has has legs. You know what I mean? Like it can't go as far as they took it. <laughs> I'll let you i let you do that. I see you did there. I'll let you do it. Uh, mm. yeah. There are
2: only two <laughs> things way. I wrote down for this, um, which is comparing the vacuum of space to what happens to people who go on SNL which I thought was
0: pretty good. (laughs) It was pretty funny.
2: Um, And then uh, the whole family but Jerry laughs about the idea that he would have an affair. They're like, oh, what's Jerry doing? (laughs) Everyone's like, nah, he would never do that.
0: That was a great moment where everyone laughs laughs that he's at him. The idea of him having an affair is so good. Uh, But yeah, I
2: never liked this one very much. I don't know. Like, it's, it's okay. It's not like I was, like, hating the time I spent watching it, but... I just kind of think it's a weak episode.
0: There are things I like about it. I like that. It's another instance of like Morty trying to do the right thing and fucking everything up. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, um, I don't know. I like, I do think that like the, the exaggerated Terminator thing is funny. Whereas like things just keep traveling through time. (laughs) I think that's funny. And I like that. It led to Keegan-Michael Key returning as the like time cop. Uh, who yeah. I love, love the character. Glad he had, glad he made a return. Um, and I love the scene. I love the scene where Summer's hanging out with her friends and like turns on Snake Jazz and is like, "This is my new jam." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Like that's really good. That uh, but awesome. yeah, overall, this is like real. This is a uh, uh, real underwhelming up for me overall. It's kind of a nothing uh, one. Yeah, other yeah, than Snake Jazz. <laughs> Yeah. And then uh, the
2: fact that it was like the fifth episode and the first release of five.
3: Mm-hmm. I just remember the-
2: being so like, can I have the other half of the season, please? Because right. that, that episode I feel like it shouldn't it count. I just had one more.
1: It's rough For to sure. stop here. Yeah. yeah. Um,
0: all right. Well, I guess on that note, let's just move on. Let's just move it yeah. along. By Snake Jazz. By on. Snake Jazz. Uh, on, 406. Never Ricking Morty. Uh, this is this story train, <laughs> this yep. episode, I, this is a divisive episode. Uh, it's one that I happen to love, but I don't think uh, everyone does because it's, uh, it's exhaustingly meta, <laughs> but.
1: That's, that's my problem with it. Yeah. It got a little see, too meta for me. Like it was, uh, it had me for a lot of these have me for a while and then they keep going and then I'm like, all right. <laughs> and this was one of them. <laughs>
0: This is one that.
1: Sorry, go ahead, geeks.
2: Oh, okay. Sorry, I just um, I haven't seen Snowpiercer. My husband was watching it with me, and he was like, "They're making fun of Snowpiercer." I kind of thought it was Infinity Train esque, but you know, (laughs) I'm not sure if the timelines match up. But either way, I just kind of feel like when Rick and Morty like takes a target at like or like kind of parodies something like too closely, I just kind of like lose interest in it, or it it becomes like less funny to me or just like less enjoyable for me to watch so uh, as much as i like enjoy the meta commentary and the like reality bending of like throwing them outside the train and like they're in a different story and then they're coming back like some some degree of like the the ness just makes it a little bit harder for me to enjoy the episode
0: i generally agree but as a like as like kind of a story geek this one does a lot for me because the story because like basically what this is is the story train is is the story circle right. <laughs> it yeah the harman circle it's right? okay. story yeah. circle yeah um and i love like they make so much funny commentary about it where they're just like first they talk they, they in the dialogue of the episode they call they call it uptight and overwritten so like it's like to me it's <laughs> it's so clear that this is the writers just having fun with like it's like the writers blowing off steam about their own writing process and yeah. i appreciate that uh and it's I also like when they whip out the circle, <laughs> Rick is just like this thing is just a fucking circle. You'd think it was so goddamn complicated. <laughs> like, guys, <laughs> like, yes, it's just a circle. Like it's not it's it's not that hard to figure out how the story circle works. It's like it's pretty it's pretty simple. Um I also like that it's it's able to poke fun at themselves and poke fun at the audience because this also then has a lot to say about audience expectations out of the show. And they're able to bring those things up within this episode and also be like, uh, the more th- times you bring these things up, the less likely we're going to do them. Y'all <laughs> like, like yeah. there's a part where they're showing all the possible realities and, 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 uh, Morty's like, are any of these things Canon? And Rick's like, they could have been. And, <laughs> and I, yeah. think, I think he's basically saying like, it's making fun of like fanfics and fan theories because like a lot of the writers of the show have basically said, like, look, if fans throw out a fan theory, we'll, we're very likely to not do that, even if it makes a lot yeah. of sense. Like, We're very likely to avoid doing what y'all have already like figured out and said. <laughs> so uh, I don't know. That was all very fun to me. Um, and I fucking love the ending when they bring the story train to a halt by just making it. The Bible. <laughs> yeah, making them pray
2: because it's completely out of canon. He gets to spend eternity in every writer's hell. The Bible. And then they make Jesus sexy and they start shitting on Bible stories. And then they say that he saved them so that Christians can't be offended. It was just it's, funny. One of them it's says, so God funny. damn.
1: Some, a character says, God damn. And I thought that was really funny because it's literally God.
0: <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I... I, I thought that was such a funny way to end it, especially at the end where they have this big climactic, like crazy 3D animated sequence where they go through yeah. all the ricks and and it's like, and it's yeah, Evil Morty, is which is like Evil Morty is the number one thing that the fans are just like, bring us Evil Morty. We yeah. want us Evil Morty. And so they're I like that they do that and like, <laughs> are like, we know y'all are obsessed with Evil Morty. We're going to like pretend we're giving you what you want. Like this is what you're obsessed with. And then, uh, and that's like also... Like, that's so true, like such a blatant, like, imagine if that had happened in any show that you guys like, where just like all of a sudden a character just <laughs> starts like kidding on his knees and praising and Jesus, like protect yeah. us, Jesus. <laughs> like that would just bring everything to a halt. And it's such a funny, it's such a funny way for them to like, to literally bring this story to a halt by saying anyone who does that in a script is bringing their story to a halt.
1: Man, <laughs> you know? They brought the story to a halt exactly how Tyler Perry ends his movies. That's really funny.
0: (laughs) They're always in church. This is the second time we brought up Tyler Perry on the pod. That's true. It's not going to be a thing. I promise. (laughs) There's not going to be a Tyler Perry counter. Uh, we'll see oh. <laughs> we'll find out we're at two
2: <laughs> i also love um rick's rant about spending money towards the end of the episode when yes. we find out that it was all like on a little train and then he goes nobody's out there shopping with this fucking virus And you're right. just like, oh okay
0: <laughs> i think that line was 80 yard because they definitely wrote this episode well before the virus so <laughs> uh, and then the episode came out shortly after the virus yeah. and so like they must have gone in an ADR to add that in. Um, it just came
1: out in May. So, yeah, it was, like a, it was like a short time to
0: fix. I do like how the episode shifted from, like, being like, like, look, praising uh, pr- praising Jesus is unrelatable and brings the story to a halt. And then at the end, they're basically like, praise capitalism, buy everything. Yeah. <laughs> Which is mm-hmm. like kind of does the same thing. <laughs> it's just more acceptable. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, it's funny. It's I, I don't know. It's is an episode that I very much understand why people don't love. I love it. <laughs> I think it's, it's a really, really fun funny. watch, yeah. and I
2: honestly forgot that they were on a little toy train the entire time. Right, uh, like I did too. When when that when that happened at the end of the episode, and then it falls off the tracks and stuff, I was like, oh, oh my god, <laughs> okay. right. I, I just completely forgot about
3: that.
0: I do think they so. need they don't need to. Now this is like every season when they do their interdimensional cable replacement they they always have to make a point to be like to mention interdimensional cable in that episode i'm like you don't need to do that anymore we get Mm -hmm. it like you don't need to say all right let's just watch interdimensional cable now (laughs) like i Mm. we know we get it it's we don't have to do that every every episode uh but yeah do you guys have any uh oh and then the oh and then the tag is just a commercial to buy the story train which is pretty funny (laughs) yeah and honestly if i could i might um it looks like a cool toy (laughs) it does uh, you guys got any other thoughts, or should we move on?
1: Let's keep it moving. Keep it, it
0: moving. We're at 4.07. Promortius. Um, Which, honestly, until... It's so funny, because until I watched it this time, I didn't even think about... I didn't even realize that this was supposed to be a, a pun for Prometheus, which is a movie I actually really like. <laughs> and, and I was like, oh, this is just... Not a very good pun. That's the problem. Um, I didn't write down an episode description for this, but if I'm not mistaken, uh, it's the episode where they like, this is basically is episode. It's like a commentary on what if like the face huggers in alien had thoughts and dreams, <laughs> hopes <Yeah>. and dreams, <laughs> um, which is, uh, which is ambitious. <laughs> it's a pretty ambitious uh, storyline. Um, I think the first line we have to acknowledge in this, uh, is when Rick says, everyone pretend podcasting isn't boring. I also
1: wrote that. Down. <laughs> uh, oh, and, oh I wrote uh, the we're, all three of us wrote that. That's funny.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we will, uh, we will continue to pretend podcasting isn't boring right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we keep getting, uh, uh, we keep getting requests for this one show that I've never heard of called, uh, background music. Uh, I'm not sure <laughs> hey. if we should do that. <laughs> yeah, Johnny. <laughs> you I stole stole my joke. You <laughs> said it on a podcast. Yeah, I did. I took it. <laughs> it's here. <laughs>
0: That's a good joke. I don't blame you. Um, <laughs> you know,
1: because you wrote it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um Yeah, well, that's the next show we're gonna cover. Background music, right.
1: Uh, <laughs> right, right before human music, and then snake <laughs> right jazz. <before> human, yeah,
3: <laughs> the
0: three, the three types of music. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Um. All right. Well, how do you feel about promortias? Y'all, have any thoughts on promortias?
2: I didn't write down a lot, but I do think this episode is pretty fun and also pushes the boundaries the farthest of like maybe maybe any of them specifically because of the scene where the Rick and Morty face huggers and Bruce start making out mm-hmm. and they're like oh can we do that's this rough. and like oh yeah. you guys really want it there I mean you that's have rough.
0: to you have to remember that they are their own people like that's yes, the like, face huggers are
2: their own people they
0: don't know that Rick and Morty are <laughs> like are are related you know what i mean they those yeah. are just vessels for their existence mm-hmm. you know <laughs> It was a moment. It was a moment of longing in the middle of of this of this intense episode.
1: Um,
0: I uh, I I laughed pretty hard at the nine eleven thing at the beginning. Have to yeah. They just (laughs) freeze
2: past the twin towers. (laughs) they are like, oh yeah, we'll just do a Pearl Harbor instead. It's one of
0: it's one of. It's a really, I mean, like I don't know how many times you can nice. say this, but it is a really funny 9/11 joke. It's a really clever way to do it, where, the, where the, they're like patting themselves on the back for not doing a 9/11. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> pretty funny. Like we, and yeah, we just did an, we just did a Pearl Harbor instead, which is like, oh yeah, that's I guess that's more acceptable because it's older. It yeah, happened this was longer, longer ago. Time ago yeah. I guess, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, um, I love. I love when they like realize that they left summer. <laughs> They're like, oh not oh, <laughs> yeah. summer at the planet. Um I don't know. She's I like it. She's having I, a
2: pretty good time though. Just that's being true. She
0: there. really made the most of it. She figured mm-hmm. it out. Um I I like this episode, but I didn't I I don't know. I didn't have that much to say about it. I thought it was ambitious and clever the way that they like like these these face huggers are in any other movie or show would be the mindless drones that get slaughtered you know what i mean but it's yeah. like the, the 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 episode is about what it let's follow their hopes and dreams you know what mm-hmm. i mean and i think that's mm-hmm. that's it that's, that's really interesting um, and i think they did a cool job exploring it I don't know. I don't know what else to say.
2: (laughs) I love the idea of Rick being like a conspiracy YouTuber or whatever, like spouting off like they want you to die immediately and lay your eggs, but you can be a person and just, I I don't know.
3: It makes sense for Rick
2: to be the conspiracy YouTuber guy, but um, (laughs) (laughs) that was good. I also love when he says, I don't sequel. It's called Integrity. But didn't they do a second interdimensional cable? So haven't they they done a sequel?
0: Yep, they definitely did. A sequel. Um, And it's my least favorite season two episode. So, you know. I guess uh, I guess they changed I guess they're not going to do it again the uh, only is, sequel I want them right. to do
2: is I want Unity to come back I know Unity <laughs> will never come back but I want her to come back they
0: oh, yeah. I feel like they they do a pretty cool most like they, they, they rarely do direct sequels they sometimes bring people back and like do new stories but it never other than interdimensional Cable 2 it never feels like a sequel sequel um, it almost feels like a spin-off <laughs> with related yeah. things you know I want to see
2: Unity again, and I want to see Morty's girlfriend again, which I guess yeah about we'll in talk minute. about
0: that in the next one. I um right. I also would I would actually also be down for another Morty's Mind Blowers. I think there's a lot of opportunity there, uh, mm, and yeah. Morty's Mind Blowers is really fun, and it's like there's almost I I don't know I guess I like it a little more than interventional cable for sequel possibilities because they are there are infinite things you can do, and they're still potentially. Uh, character building and like important yeah, to us understanding totally. them and uh and i think i think that goes a long way uh because interdimensional cable is great but also it is j- it's just like a sketch comedy show mm-hmm. <laughs> disguised
1: as rick and right. Morty. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah
0: uh y'all any other thoughts on Promortius?
1: uh i don't know man i like this one um i did find it a little bit more boring than i think you two did but i did I like this one okay. Uh, it does have one of my favorite lines in it. Uh, Do I need to take more Adderall, or am I taking too much Adderall? Uh, <laughs> which I empathize with uh, for reasons. <laughs> and uh, I wrote down. <laughs> I wrote down. Do you suffer from Alzheimer's? Because don't they, like, don't they, like, repeat oh, yeah. that or <laughs> yeah. It's,
0: yeah. it's a commercial, and it's, do you suffer from Alzheimer's? Do you suffer from Alzheimer's? Do you yeah, that's <laughs> pretty good. It's dark <laughs> and pretty good. It's pretty good. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I like that a lot. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have any other thoughts about this one either. Mm. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's move on to the... Emmy Award winning yes. 408, the Vat of Acid episode. Uh, I'm just going to get this off my chest and then we won't talk about it anymore because <laughs> I do think this is a great episode, really quality episode. Um, I will. But I'm, I'm just I'm just always salty about this episode because it beat the view from halfway down for that Emmy. Uh, the best one of the best Bojack Horseman episodes. And right. uh, I love this episode a lot. I'm just sad that it beat Bojack in its final, its final possibility to win an Emmy in one of its uh, absolute best episodes. So it bumps me out, especially because Rick and Morty already had an Emmy. They're going to have 70 more episodes to win a bunch more Emmys. I just, I just wish. I mean, and also to be fair, Free Churro got beat by a season 30 episode of The Simpsons, which like. I'm salty about that, too. (laughs) Okay. I don't want to talk about that. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yeah. Both of these pieces of information are very distressing.
1: It's upsetting.
0: Uh, It's okay, but we're not talking about BoJack yet. We'll talk about it eventually. Uh, Let's just talk about why this is actually a great episode. And any other year, I would have been stoked about it winning an Emmy.
2: Yeah. (laughs) I love that it takes six minutes to even get to the place-saving device being introduced into the
3: episode.
0: (laughs) It is interesting because it is like... It does feel it. It feels like there's very distinct segments of this episode, which is, I guess, something we talked yeah. about a little more with with uh, when we talked about Futurama. There were a handful of episodes of Futurama where each act felt very distinct, um, but they all came together really effectively. And so, like the first act, just being the vat of acid itself, it's it's another one that's just like Rick and his relationship to Morty and how Morty is just getting fed up with Rick. And I like I like that this is just another one where like. Morty is super questioning Rick like mm-hmm. that's always fun to me when Morty Morty is questioning Rick's methods and then and then Rick is so vindictive that he like needs to go out of his way to prove Morty wrong he's like needs to be right about this so like more so he like he goes so far out of his way to, to give Morty what he wants in a way that will teach him a lesson
3: <laughs> which, oh, yeah. which is
0: really funny um what did y'all? What did y'all think about the vat of acid idea? Do you think it was a good idea, or do you think Morty was right in being like this is convoluted?
2: I think it's hilarious, um, <laughs> but I mean, uh, I love that it comes back into play at the end of the episode, and so they use it twice. So just a beautiful. I love callbacks. It's like one of my favorite types of humor, and I just think it's used beautifully in this episode.
1: I do feel Morty. I do think it's one of those things that would have been like, it's like. Fam, this could have been very easily fumbled. Because it almost yeah. was. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like, this is this is what your, your plan was? This is what you thought of? Like, you weren't right. taking it to, like, there's <laughs> a kind of guy Rick is. He takes so much stuff into account but he doesn't hear. So that's what Morty's like. What the fuck? Like, I don't even. <laughs> it, is <true. laughs>
2: it is, it is deceptively simple or maybe right. not deceptively. It's just simple in terms yeah, yeah, of yeah. like Rick's <laughs> plans for things. I love when the rat falls in and then they, they're all the guys are like shocked by the giant ball. <laughs> right, like, right. How many bones came out of that rat? <laughs> I,
0: I think there's some like really interesting little character moments in there, but, but I do think it's also interesting that like, even though this this plan could have been fumbled and was fumbled, it was fumbled by Morty. <laughs> like like yeah. all of the mistakes in the vat of acid situation were Morty doing something that Rick wasn't trying to do. So like I lo- the rat comes in and and Rick's just about to kill the rat and drop up some small bones and the reason that the big bones come out is cuz Morty is like no don't kill the rat and he saves the rat from being killed. Because uh, Morty's trying to do the right thing, <laughs> and uh, mm. and then the big bones come out, and it just confuses everyone. <laughs> uh, it's it's like it's smart, it's cool, and smart storytelling because there's no dialogue in those moments, but it's well yeah. done, uh, and it like moves that it moves their conflict and their story forward. Um, it's. I wonder what made yeah. them.
1: Uh, this is the only episode that has the title in the opening. Yeah. I was thinking, like, what made them do that? Is that because they genuinely thought this was, like, the one? Like, they were like, yeah, this is... But that's the... I don't know. know." It's pretty special
2: in terms of Rick and Morty episodes, just, like, the weight that they carry. Like, if I had Mm. to just think about the whole show and episodes where, you know, it, like, kind of leaves you, like, feeling a hit emotionally, I think this is definitely one of the biggest ones.
0: I agree. I Um, think they probably did... I think they probably just felt like this was their Emmy shot. I mean, I know they plan that stuff far ahead. They're like, I think probably all, right. all the way through, they were just like this. We're going to submit this one for the Emmy. This is the special one this season. This is the one we're really proud of. Uh, and it and it won. You know, I <laughs> can't argue with it. They, they did I a think good it's job.
2: interesting um, that this and the old man in the seat are the only ones that don't have the Rick and Morty names like in the episode titles. And this one was like, so important to them that they were just like, this is the vat of acid episode. We're right. not even going to give it like a goofy title.
0: Totally. Uh, and you know, that also I'm, I'm thinking more about it and, and you know, these, these silly titles, might like the fact that they just called the vat of asset episode might have to do with the fact that they knew they were submitting it to the Emmys and we're like we yeah. don't want to make the Emmys read like the the vat of ass yeah. you know what okay, I mean like yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um but uh but it's it's a really it's a really interesting it's a really interesting idea and I also like It is it's funny because like vats of acid are such an interesting movie thing like vats of acid are in movies and comics and, and like cartoons and and TV shows so much. And it's like, where is there a vat of acid? where are vats of acid <laughs> right, <yeah. laughs> you know, and it's just like it's such a big cinematic like way to kill someone it feels like uh it's like it feels like movies used to do that all the time like it's it's like the joker's origin in batman <laughs> you know in batman 89 it's like it's jack nicholson falls into a vat of acid um it's kind they of like do the Roger same Rabbit. thing yeah they do it in roger rabbit it's the same yeah. it's uh they do that they do even they do even do it in the newer stuff with like harley quinn and joker you know in, in yeah. those movies In a in, in suicide squad we already mentioned suicide, they squad do do it suicide Squad. um it's yeah it's just weird that's a weird trope slash device that is very prevalent in in media and not very prevalent in the world
3: <laughs> right it's
0: interesting uh And it's it's fun. They used it in a fun way here. Obviously, do you guys have any other thoughts about the specific acid sequence before we get to like (laughs) the the time stopping sequence or the time Uh, reset? I love how all
2: the like villain guys or the gangsters or whatever are like they're so perplexed by the giant bones that they're like, "I'm canceling my plans and calling my (laughs) guy. I need to figure
3: out what the hell's going
0: on." (laughs) Yeah, what did they say? We need to call my like a bone a bone specialist. scientist, specialist yeah. or, scientist yeah. or something yeah um that was pretty funny um
1: they yeah. do uh, a little bit bef- whatever happens uh before that they i wrote down that they uh they do a king of the hill joke kind of something about an english test and he's like you speak english which is something that hank says to bob oh, yeah <laughs>
0: yep that's true um bobby you speak english <laughs> like,
2: what are you te- what are they teaching you guys in <laughs> yeah, school?
0: that's funny um yeah it's rare we it's rare that we get a we get a king of the hill king of the hill joke connection between these two between Rick yeah, and, right, and yeah. king of the hill um i uh okay so let's talk about let's talk about the um the time resetting button Mm -hmm. which they call themselves out for it was on Futurama (laughs) in the Mm -hmm. series finale of Futurama and meanwhile but like most like most things in Rick and Morty they just take it to a much larger level they just go all out they continue on and on in a crazy crazy way Um, I think the sequence I think the whole sequence No dialogue in the whole sequence where uh, where Morty starts to use the button and then meets the girlfriend and then all of that stuff. I think that is such a well executed sequence. Yeah, it's brilliant
1: and it's gorgeous. And uh,
0: I so I, I learned that apparently pretty much all owed to the director because this episode came in like five minutes short and. And mm-hmm. the director pretty much conceived of like a lot of the extended sequences in the montage of him using the button. So um, the d- d- the director is Jacob Hare, and basically like the whole extended sequence of them going on the trip and the plane crash and like almost dying and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it seems like all of that was extended and expanded by the director to add time to the episode because it was too short wow. uh, and, and, I want to like point out not only how well that worked for that storyline, but how good the music direction is in that sequence. Yes, it's, yes, I was thinking it, that too. They did. It's so smart because they when he's when he's messing with the button, they have that song that's like "It's in the way that you use it," and it's like <laughs> funny and and like corny, and and he's just like using the thing a lot. And then as soon as he meets this girl, we don't even know her name, just we Morty's girlfriend.
3: Yeah,
0: uh, it does this really nice. This like really nice light music like do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Reminds
1: me of the Sims music
0: a little bit, but in
1: like a good way. (laughs) I heard that. I definitely heard Sims. um,
0: That music is so sweet and it changes the tone so much and you go through all these range of emotions with him and his girlfriend and then once it gets to the dramatic stuff, it gets really intense Mm -hmm. and then it swings back around when they get saved and it gets really sweet again and then the moment that Jerry clicks the reset button and sends Morty back... The, it's in the way that you use it is singing again and it's like this tonal whiplash that mm-hmm. that is so effective because it hurts that like the tonal whiplash of the music hurts as much as what just happened you know what i mean it's just mm-hmm. like no no <laughs> this yeah. <is> <laughs> happening. Yeah. yeah it's so well done um i i can't say enough about how good that sequence is like i honestly i think like like that's I, that sequence to me is the MVP of the, of the episode. It's so I agree. totally, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. It's, it's kind of crazy. Like it's, it's a, fairly small like pocket of time but the amount of like emotional manipulation that the show did to me especially the first time i watched it and i was like oh my god is Rick? is morty gonna have a girlfriend in the show now like yeah. that just oh it cuts so deep oh my god dude like the first time i watched that i just couldn't i couldn't believe it and i was hurting for like a while like i thought about that episode for a while after i watched it Oh, there, there are, like, some scenes in every season that, that really just, like, hurt, like, uh, when Rick tries to kill himself in, in one of the earlier seasons, but this one is, like, my personal favorite, just, I don't know, just, because, like, Morty is always simping over jessica or whatever mm-hmm. and like it seems forever like he's chasing after this girl that's like totally not a good fit for him and like even though it's like not at all a romantic show like part of me in the back of my head is i'm just a hopeless romantic so i like wanted morty to have a girlfriend at some point mm-hmm. and then we finally he like meets a girl who's like perfect for him and like the, we see all these perfect adventures and they're like in a book of flight together oh man it was just it was an emotional Damn. roller coaster now I agree because I
1: think one thing that I've I've done in watching all of these episodes is that like a lot of the time when they try to have uh, these moments that uh, are heavy on emotion, I always kind of question if it works just because of how the show carries itself. I guess like I always kind of go like, well, does this work? Do they do the do they do the work to make this work tonally, or do they just kind of? juxtapose you with a very serious moment after a bunch of really silly stuff but here I think if there's ever a time where they get it legitimately spot on it's 1000% here because it's everything you guys are saying is brilliantly executed like the just the even even just going back to what Johnny was saying about like the tonal shift in the music it's just kind of like damn yeah. like you know what I mean like it's it's, it's a lot of Attention to making sure that you feel that punch. Mm-hmm. And it's really and then she really, pepper really
2: sprays effective.
1: him. Yeah. 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 She
2: freaking because pepper he sprays him out. in his face. It hurts so bad. Yeah. Oh and my so, god. Yeah. And,
0: yeah, Morty, Morty has such a like I mean, obviously he's just been pulled out of like months and months of a of a life. Like he lived yeah. he lived yeah. so long, such a huge experience, uh, and right. then and then gets reset and he panics and, and he's just like you're here uh, only to only to get pepper sprayed yeah. button pushed and then stuck he's he's ruined it he's completely blown it um and then it hurts even more in the end when all of he, all of the the timelines that he's created by doing this converge and you see her show up again uh right oh as God. he right as he jumps in the vat of acid and uh oh man oh they just like they just beat you beat you with it again it hurts that scene (laughs) makes
2: me feel like she's gonna come back though like the fact that she showed up again and saw him i i feel like she's gonna come back i mean watch them never bring her back and then somebody like brings this clip up to me in 10 years and make fun of me but i just want want his girlfriend to come back so bad i just i want that for his character i would love to have like that permanent piece of character development show up and i, I don't thinking, know, like also she kind of looks like unity so i think it's just funny <laughs> that like her and unity are both the characters that i want to see again that's true um, but i just want to know like I, I know why they didn't write it this way but like why the fuck didn't morty hit save before going on a plane like if i had a save game button in my life right. and i was about to yeah. ride a plane no i would definitely would. hit the button right.
3: right?
0: was he i mean maybe that's part of his lesson because he's he's like he's did he want did he still want to have that moment before he met her in case something happened? Oh, you know what I mean? That, like, is,
2: that is interesting. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, I, I like also he saved
2: I, for so many insignificant things. Right. And it's then hard. Just didn't I, save for anything useful. I, I well can't like tell
0: it. if it's, um, I can't tell if it's supposed to be about that or if it's more that he just got so caught up in the whirlwind that he didn't think about it or care about mm. it. See, that's how
1: I saw it. But I think yeah. both of which... I think, like, the first thing you said is really interesting, too. That, like, he's like, oh, let it just in case something really, really bad happens. Right. Uh, yeah, I think that's but he, really I mean,
2: he like, he, like, caresses it before he puts it in his backpack, before he leaves. Like, he True. very much registers the button, decides mm. not to press it, and then puts it in his bag.
0: Right. Mm. Oh, man. That is... Uh... That's a good mystery. Yeah, so I guess though. he didn't
1: forget about it. I don't know.
0: He didn't. Yeah. He definitely didn't forget about it entirely. Um, right. You know, but uh, yeah, it's like, and I guess at the end when he like, he applies his own lesson when he, when he comes back to Rick and he's just like, if we're, you know, if we, we can't just keep, uh we can't, I don't know. What did he say? He, he, he has some lesson about what he's learned over the course of, of his experience. And he's like, if you're constantly like worrying about going back, then you're, you're never like <laughs> really looking towards before. the future. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, You're
2: not present either.
0: Yeah, exactly. Right. And uh, yeah, I, it's, ah, it's a bummer. It hurts. It's, uh, it's painful, but I, there's some good jokes that come in afterwards. Cause when, the, totally. then there's, there's the reveal that um, there's the reveal that he hasn't been really saving his place. He's been creating alternate timelines and all of these alternate Morty's, are literally experiencing all these things and in uh, a lot
2: of legal trouble as well yes, exactly
0: <laughs> um and so he converges all of these timelines which is interesting um but there's some funny jokes because they like the show is obviously time travel is on the shelf and they go through such yeah. lengths in this episode to be like it's not time travel this is like <laughs> i don't do time travel all right we all right, don't right, right, do right. it and uh But there is one joke that now has like a whole different meaning. And I don't know if this was the case previously. Uh, I don't know if they knew it when they wrote it. But there's a joke where he says, uh, if Ant-Man and the Wasp can do it, I'm not interested. Uh, and the funny thing about that is the co-writer of this episode, Jeff Loveness, is writing the third Ant Man movie now. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> Isn't that wild? Yeah, How... that's really funny. <laughs> so either they knew already, or they like, or like that's just the funniest coincidence. Yeah, yeah that's really, really funny. <laughs> um, man, it's uh, yeah, and then it's also like interesting because I I don't know. Coming back to the girlfriend. I don't know what the implication is of it being in a different timeline. Cause like alleged, so basically Morty, they converge all those timelines in a different timeline. And then Rick's like, I wasn't going to ruin our timeline. Let's go back to like our dimension. I was thinking this too. So if they did bring her back in any way, a would, would they have to do it in this other dimension? Or B, would they just introduce the alternate version and like start a new thing? Would it be? Would she even know? Would she know Morty? Were they going to meet each other again for the first time?
2: I have to let my cat um, out. Oh, <gasps> <geez. laughs> so cat funny.
0: break! Cat <laughs> break! <laughs> All right. Are there? Do we have any other thoughts on the Emmy Award-winning "The Vat of Acid" episode? Any other
2: two quotes that I wrote down?
0: All right, let's do it.
2: Um number 1 every rick has a vat. Yeah. Every <laughs>
0: it's rick It's like of
2: all all the multiverse <laughs> ricks this is the one invention that all of them have. Maybe maybe besides a portal gun. I'm assuming they all have a portal right. gun. Right. Um and then uh with the guy who who's I think the one who like thinks he's invincible uh to acid and he like rips his oh, clothes off God. and then he's like, he's like he feels like that
0: kind of oh, other stuff going on. Yeah. <laughs> I love that joke. That was so funny. Uh, and then the tag is him uh, that's oh that's the other joke is that in uh, when they're leaving this dimension, he's like, I'm gonna miss this place. Johnny Carson's still alive. Right and then, yeah. the, and then the tag <laughs> the tag is is that guy on Johnny Carson. Johnny Carson yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: I like so that a lot. Funny.
0: Man. Um Man, he would Johnny Carson would have been real old if he were still alive. Hell and yeah! John, Johnny Carson died in like, like twenty years ago. He died like sixteen years ago. He would have been uh, if he was still doing the show in in twenty twenty when this came out. He would have been ninety five years old doing the Tonight Show. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness. That's wild. What does
1: he say at the end of the tag? Does he say, like, I'm so tired? He says something is just like... <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't remember. It's oh, something man. Like that. Good stuff. Rest in peace, Johnny Carson.
1: Yeah, um,
0: Tariq, you got any last thoughts on uh, the Vat of Acid app? Great app. Great app.
1: Nah, yeah, I think this one's great. I think this is... Because... Uh, I love the view from halfway down. But I do think this is deserving of an award. Like... Sure. I, w- I wouldn't say that I would give it the award above the episode or anything like that, <laughs> but I do think it's deserving of an award. If it lost to anything, at least lost to a great episode. And this is a really great episode of Rick and Morty.
0: I agree. I'm I'm definitely like... I am I mean, I feel like a lot of my salt stems from the fact that it was Bojack's final chance to win an yeah. Emmy. And it was right, such right. a like... Universally, like praised and beloved, like incredible episode of of BoJack Horseman. Like it was such yeah. a great episode, and the last, I will say, it hurts a little more that that free churro lost to an episode of The Simpsons that I do not remember <laughs> at all. <laughs> and so, uh, that's a bummer to me. Uh, and I'm not even like I'm not even like a a modern Simpsons hater. You know, I just don't know if. Any Simpsons season 30 episode deserved to be free churro for an Emmy.
1: Um, As a resident modern Simpsons apologist. No.
0: (laughs) You heard it here. (laughs) You heard it here. Um, But we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll iron out those qualms uh, in the future when we talk about BoJack Horseman and uh, or the or when we talk about season 30 yeah. of the simpsons yeah and in turn
1: season 30 of the simpsons
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man um all right well let's move on to 409 childrick of mort all i wrote down for the synopsis is uh rick fucked a planet <laughs> that's uh, that's what this again. episode's about <laughs> again <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. Rick's into really like <clears throat> big concepts. Like he, that's what, yes. that's what he's real attracted to. Um, so there are some things I like about this episode, uh, but overall this was a little underwhelming to me, but there are some mm-hmm. things that I really love. Like I think summer being so mean to Jerry is really funny. <laughs> summer is so mean to Jerry. I like arguably Meaner than even Jerry deserves. (laughs) (laughs) She's so mean to him. Um, I also think it's funny that now Rick has basically fought God and the devil. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, They're really going to. That's
1: that's one thing I wrote down is that Rick Rick literally fights God and it's only the fourth season of the show. (laughs) So. What the fuck like why would you do this so early like <laughs> like what even what's next now like what is I don't know. He
0: did technically, though, like lose like he he was losing that fight. And the only reason that he won is because Summer and Morty are idiots and they flew the they flew that that UFO into his brain and killed high
2: on rocket fuel or whatever (laughs) the fuck. And they managed to literally kill God.
0: (laughs) That was another one of my favorite things in this episode is is Summer. Uh, Inhaling what I think it was brake fluid, (laughs) like (laughs) UFO brake fluid, and thinks and she thinks that it's making her smart, like that it's giving her the understanding of how to operate the spaceship, Uh, and that's so funny. Like that seems to be a thing that they're continually. Hammering in is that summer just really likes to get high on stuff. Uh,
2: Yeah, I wrote that down (laughs) too. Like she she randomly started partying this season. Like they just started bringing it up more. And her eyes when she was high were fucking horrifying. Yeah,
0: they did have one in, in in the pickle Rick episode last season. The whole reason they're one of the reasons they're at the um they're at therapy is because she was getting high on ceramic. Like ceramic uh, embalming fluid or something what like ceramic. Fuck? Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah, so, I don't so, want so
2: Rick very much. So
0: <laughs> there is a uh, there. are, There seems to be a through line of some are like liking to get real fucked up, uh, <laughs> which is pretty funny. Um, and then Morty just thinking it's a video <laughs> a video game control and not yeah. knowing how to do it is pretty good. Um, overall, though, like I think the I guess the highlight of this episode for me is like Rick and Beth doing doing father daughter stuff um that's pretty mm. good character stuff but a little still like this episode doesn't it's a little underwhelming yeah it's just a little underwhelming yeah, this is a lesser yeah. one
1: for me it really is i
2: like this one a one. lot
0: really <laughs> <Yeah>. Keeks, <laughs> yeah. talk about it um
2: <laughs> yeah. i don't know i i uh like the the whole thing with like jerry going down the unproductive tube and then teaching mm-hmm. all these like ineffective clay people how to camp and then creating this like uh like proto army or whatever of like camping kids <laughs> i thought that whole thing was pretty entertaining and then like i because of like personal stuff seeing like rick and beth uh interact and their like fractured relationship is always interesting to me so like the rick beth stuff going on in this episode like it hurts to see her like giggle and be excited to work with her dad and stuff and then later you can like see her like sad watching her dad like claim the clay kids as his own and like refusing to leave when like that definitely didn't happen for her and it caused like a bunch of issues with her so Mm, i'm like really interested in, in beth's character and like all of her like trauma and i feel like we haven't dug into that very much in the show although we we see like little glimpses of like you know like hers like struggling to pour a glass of wine and like you know like doesn't know if she wants to leave her family and stuff but any any time where we get to see like some some beth action i'm always into it um i don't know i just think this episode's pretty funny i like the design of the clay people <laughs> and uh and also like Beth and Jerry kind of like digging at each other when Beth is like, just admit you want to be needed. And, and Jerry comes back with like a dig about her relationship to her father and how, right. you know, the whole thing that got them there. It's like her being needed by her dad.
0: That is a really good um, point. I like, yeah. I like what you said about how, how that had to have been painful for, for her to see like Rick fight for these clay children or whatever, but yeah. he didn't, but he didn't do that for her she really doesn't really say point.
2: anything but if you just watch Beth's face in those scenes like she looks really upset
0: right That's a good point. that is really interesting and they do have such a uh, I mean not great relationship. they have such a like yeah. a strange relationship because like mm-hmm. you can tell you can tell Rick really cares about Beth but he is like incapable of having a real relationship with her and Beth is like constantly fighting her her anger and frustration towards how he abandoned her with her desire to like live up to his standards and make him proud like there's this it's really there's a lot there's a lot going on with their dynamic um which i actually think the finale of the season does a lot of cool stuff with too which is which we'll get into soon. totally yeah yeah um yeah, that's a really good point. That is this is a pretty important episode on that level. Like it's it's them working together and doing something together and building something together. And it still in the end hurts her because uh because of Rick's because of Rick's actions in the past and them not really adequately ever dealing with that.
2: <laughs> they really haven't. And like and like Jerry doesn't even really want. I mean, maybe at this point he's more OK with it. But like Jerry doesn't even really want Rick around in the first place, like right. to 'Cause right. I don't know. So it's just, just interesting to like see that play out and I always um like when I see like Beth kinda telling Rick to suck it, I guess, or just, you know, like calling him out on being a bad dad. Right. Um and then also, uh, I love the quote, "What in the Disney Channel fuck is that?" from Rick,
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> which I feel like I would like to say sometimes. There's got to be a way to work that in there. Let's
0: just start mo- Let's just start bringing that into our vernacular. It's a good, <laughs> it's a good term. Repertoire. <laughs> um, yeah, I do also like the Jerry subplot. Like Jerry, I love. I love Jerry gaining any sort of power because it's always in the most pathetic way. It's like, exactly, and it's, <laughs> it's always fun to see like, and him and how, how quickly and strongly he holds on to that power. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and he's like, so he just needs it. He's so desperate for it. <laughs> um, yeah, that's good. Good points. Keeks. I, uh, I, I don't, i i don't don't love this episode but you made some strong points that it made me made me rethink a lot of it agree. <laughs> <Good. laughs> <laughs> yeah. um the family well,
2: dynamics of the show kind of happen in the background a lot of the time to like right. what's actually going on in the story and i find that really interesting because i think a lot of people could watch rick and morty and just be like oh yeah this is just like a am like reality bending comedy or whatever but um there, there's. I feel like there's a, a pretty significant amount of like character development and like relationship stuff going on in the background that's just not as in your face as like BoJack might make sure. it. Um, and therefore, it's it doesn't usually end up being as deep. But um, I still think it's of like the adult cartoons that exist that are even any that are like even remotely like serialized or whatever um, has has pretty significant like relationship stuff going on.
0: For sure. For sure, and I'm really eager to see since they've got 60 more episodes coming at least. Yeah. What they're gonna do with it? We'll Me they, too. Got, they got a lot of ground to cover. <laughs> like, what the hell is Morty gonna be like in 40 episodes from now? Right. Yeah. yeah. That's gonna be weird. I mean, if he's come so far in these 40,
1: <laughs> so they're gonna we'll they, see. you gotta stagnate at some point, right? Like it, does, it does Or you just change like all the dynamics. Line. I yeah. want them.
0: You know what? I need them to give. Morty needs a friend give Morty a friend I point. was
1: thinking that I was thinking give,
2: that too that's why Morty I want his girlfriend to come right. back
0: <laughs> give him something to ground him because like yeah because at, at the moment he all we've seen is like he's he's got his obsession with Jessica that's his only relationship with anyone at the school that we see and then he's also yeah. had had this meeting with this girlfriend where he like had this ongoing thing with this, this girlfriend in the Vat of Acid episode and yeah. it feels like unless Morty unless Morty is, is given or finds something else that ties him down to reality, he's just going to keep flying further and further off the, like, Rick deep end, you know? He's just yeah. going to yeah, start yeah, yeah. detaching himself more and more because the world, the universe is chaotic and meaningless and, you know, just, let's just use it to give ourselves happiness the however we can. Yeah, because um, he just sees... That... Go ahead.
1: Uh, I'm sorry, when I think about that, I think about, like... Uh like Steven Universe and how like some people's problems, I guess when you look at this show, I guess the way it aired, like, cause I was one of those people that would get annoyed sometime. Like, Oh, we're going away from the plot. So Steven can just run around in the town. Like, all right, come <laughs> on, man. Like I want to, what's going on. what's going to happen next. But when you look at this show, when you step back and look at this show, it's like, nah, that kind of stuff was necessary because it totally. does ground him to the point where like, the, the gem stuff isn't just who he is. He's still a person. He's still like right. a human. And um, he is very capable of having relationships outside of just all of the calamity that's going on around him. Mm-hmm. But nobody in the family is able to do that because all their lives revolve around Rick. Nobody right. has friends except Summer, and even Summer's friends are disposable. You know what I mean? Like, we don't know right. anything about any of them. Like... I didn't even, like, I I, I didn't realize until uh, re-watching the Snake episode that, like, um, what's her name? Nancy? Uh, the one with oh, the, the glasses? Anyone. Summer's
0: friend, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so.
1: she, like, she, like, comes back, and it's like, damn, yeah. they brought her back. They don't do anything with her, but I guess they're still cool? But right. you know, Or this is just the one she treats like dirt or whatever, but still, it's like, they give us, like, a dynamic, but they don't really do anything with it, and it's like, these mm-hmm. kids' life just can't just be their granddad, right? Like, right. there has to be something yeah. that makes them kids. Uh, and
0: Summer has friends. Like, we see that. Like, she's got her friends. Right, yeah. Um, yeah. We never see Morty with friends. And that is a, that is an interesting comparison to Steven Universe. I think that's actually a good comparison. Because, like, that was so important for Steven as a character. Is that he... We needed to know that he had a actual, real genuine emotional connection to Earth and the people who live there. Like, you know, that's that was so important to his character and Mm -hmm. uh, why he you know why he was so uh, adamant about defending Earth from, you know, the the gem homeworld and all that stuff. So
1: uh, it wasn't just because he thought it was the right thing. It was because it's the right thing. And all of the people that I love are here. There's so much to love here. And we know that there's so much to love there because we saw it through him right uh it was morty morty always tries to do, do the right thing too but I, I think it's mostly just supposed to just be a thing about his character like who he is in general um and how he sees life or whatever instead of like
0: you know you don't I want... really like
1: the uh like the, the the like the cloud when they like save that the the fart cloud shit like it's it's like Morty doesn't necessarily, I mean, he kind of does develop a connection to it, but we just instantly meet it and Morty's like, no, what the hell? We can't let something die. Like, that's just kind of what right. he does instead of, like, it being, like, I don't know. Because I, I I get I get the function, though. I do get the function, but I do think in order to switch it up, like, grounding these characters somehow and just giving them a chance to uh talk to people on the on the planet they live on you know what i mean like would would help
2: i think it's especially important for morty because um in the same way that rick is kind of like traumatized by all of his adventures and like you know like just holds all of the scary horrifying shit like uh, what was in the cat's memory in his brain and like doesn't it make it anybody else's responsibility like Morty has been on a significant amount of adventures with Rick now, too, and, like, that must be completely alienating from, like, everyone else his age who's just, you know, going to school, going home, hanging out with friends or whatever, like, when he goes to school, he's like, yeah, yesterday my grandpa and I went to an alien planet made of dicks or whatever, you know, so, (laughs) like, he, he doesn't, like, have anyone to relate to that's his age, and even, like, his relationship with each of his family members is pretty broken, so... It, I mean, like, he and Rick are probably like the cl- closest thing that he has, and Rick is constantly telling him he's a stupid piece of shit. So, like, <laughs> I, yeah, I really do want Morty to have, I guess, a friend, but I, I want the girlfriend to come back, as you can tell. But I don't know. I, right, I do, yeah. I do want him to have something to ground him and like make him feel more human because. He, yeah, it just, it definitely seems like he's kind of going down the Rick path of just becoming kind of like detached and cynical about humanity because of all of his adventures.
0: Yeah. And I wonder if, like, the experience of, you know, that season one, in season one, we, we get that, that big moment in Rick Potion number nine where they, they move from his original universe over to, to this one. And I'm, I wonder if him, if, if Morty not making friends is his own decision. He's like keeping people in an arm's length, knowing at any moment we might, flip and have to go to another dimension and yeah. then i just got to do this again you know what i mean it's like mm-hmm. get close to someone only for it not to matter again well um,
2: anyone who's like moved cities as a kid can probably relate to that in some for way for sure
0: for sure. i hope it's something they explore moving forward because i think there's a lot of uh i think there's a lot of rich narrative possibilities there so totally we'll find out right um well let's move on to the finale of season four four ten <laughs> Another another bad pun name. It is a Star Wars. W- it. it took me so long to figure out this is a Star Wars pun name. Star Mort Return of the Jerry, which is supposed to be Star Wars Return of the Jedi. So
2: that was <laughs> obvious to me immediately. I don't even like Star Wars.
0: I, I it's just a. I, I just think they're it, so. I don't it's, know. It sucks. It sucks. Um... <laughs> I love Return of the Jedi, (laughs) but I don't like (laughs) this title. Uh, Anyways, Clone Beth Returns. That's interesting. Um, This is, I think, a really, I think this is a really cool finale. Um, I think this is one of the biggest, most fun, most finale feeling finales. Uh, Other, you know, season, I think season two and season four have, to me, the best season finales of uh, of all of these, you know, season three had the um rick versus the president one season one had the party one um and uh Ricksy, Ricksy business i think it was but this one is fun because it feels like they kind of just saved all of their serialized stuff for one episode and we're like yeah. all right we're gonna like plug it in and make this one big story where all of these things come back and and i think it does a really it has like a really effective ending beat um but yeah i got a lot of thoughts about this one that i got written down what do you guys think
2: I like it a lot.
1: Yeah, I like yeah. I like I like this one. Like it's kind of. I don't know. Like it is kind. It is a little. Uh, it's like in my mid tier in my rank, but I did enjoy this one.
2: Anytime we see Beth, as I said earlier, like in her storyline, because the the whole like clone Beth thing um, in the previous seasons was always really interesting to me, and I was like, ho- I was really hoping they would continue that because she's like clearly not happy in her home environment. And like the whole show, you can kind of tell that she is like upset with her dad, upset with her husband, like regretting all these choices. She's talked about how like her kids were a mistake and all this stuff. So seeing, um, you know, if she's the clone or who knows, seeing space Beth come back and like them sort of like banding together and being like, fuck you, dad. We literally don't care who's the real one because we have, like, a family and like a space war to manage. I just, I think that's really cool. Yeah. (laughs) But I am so, I want to know so badly who's who, and I really don't know (laughs) if they're going to tell us.
0: I don't think they will. And I, and honestly, I don't know. I don't know if it matters because I think, I don't
2: think, I mean, it really does. Yeah.
0: It's like, I, that's, I think what is really cool about that storyline is like, obviously we reveal that Rick didn't even have the balls to like, know what he did. You know, he's just like, I'm going to not only mind blow this, but I'm going to the scenario that I did it, I did it for it. uh Was one that I don't know. Like I just randomized it to the point where I don't know which one is which. um Just
2: sits down and he goes, "Holy shit, I'm a terrible." Yeah, he's
0: just a huge coward. A sick line. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And he's just like, yeah, he's just a big coward. Like it's the one of the most cowardly things we've seen him do. But I do think, like at the end of the day, now these are just both people. Like these are both bets. These are both people. They have their own lives, and like at the end of the day. They're like it doesn't seem like Space Beth wants to return and be a mom, and it doesn't seem like mom Beth wants to go to space. So like yeah, like they they are gonna live their own lives and they should. And I think that's cool. And I hope we see I hope we get more Space Beth moving forward. And I would actually like yeah. to see Space Beth's like relationship with the family moving forward. I think that would be really interesting. Me too. Um Even if she's not around to be a mom, like I just still think like the cool she's like the cool aunt now. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, Yeah, uh, I think
2: Morty says like now we have two awesome moms or something like that. So it seemed like at least in in that episode, she would be part of the family in some capacity.
0: She's not in any season five trailers, but I'm sure there's no way she's just gone. Like she'll I'm sure she's like doing her own stuff, but I'm sure she'll be in the show at some point. Um, I feel like she probably will. Yeah, and I thought this was like, even though like they even call itself out a with the title and B saying, oh, we're ske- skewing a tad Star Warsy here, um, <laughs> but I do like how uh I like how fun that conflict gets. I like that like this is like, oh, it's the new pr- improved Galactic Federation after the Federation was destroyed in season three by Rick. I like that they like bring that back. That's evolving. That's a whole new thing. Um, clone beth returns susan sarandon returns at the therapist tammy right. returns bird person returns they're basically just yeah. like let's let's bring it all back this is like the finale we're bringing all these people back the fans will be happy we're not bringing back evil morty yet but be happy about this fans <laughs> He's phoenix hard. person um phoenix person my my bad <laughs> phoenix, <laughs> phoenix Seeing person
2: slash phoenix person fight rick made me really sad like yeah. Just, he he was always Dude. like one of Rick's like closest friends and Only seeing friends. them just like yeah. Ba- yeah, and just seeing them like battle to the death like that just made me sad. Like yeah. I know they were like trying to hit us emotionally with that, but that was just one of those moments where I was like, Wow
0: <laughs> Totally. A lot totally has
2: actually changed in the show, even if it feels like something different is happening every episode. Like there's definitely some overarching stuff going on for sure um, i love <laughs> i love when the beths are arguing and one of them says to the other you cosplay as your shitty father in his 30s and
0: yes <laughs> that's
2: a good quote
0: i just and also wrote just I, I wrote down that i love the beth argument scenes like i just love yeah, like totally. beth, beth interacting with beth uh because there it's like two sides of beth's brain arguing with itself basically um and i think that's really interesting i think that's uh and i think there's so i feel like we've seen other things do that I feel like we talked about it on this podcast. Is there any few dramas that have done something like that? Maybe. Um, uh, oh, we did it in this show. We did it in Rick and Morty. We did it with the Toxic Rick episode last season, which has not been released yet. Oh, it will be yeah. once you're in this, but um, the Toxic Rick episode does the same thing where it's two different parts of the, you know, Rick's brain, the positive and the negative side, like talking to each other and how those those things separate and are different. Right. Um, I love this is, that episode. Me too. Great episode. And this is uh, this is kind of similar in that it's like um, it feels like because both of these Beths, both of these Beths have all of the thoughts that each other Beth is saying, but mm-hmm. because one Beth, like one Beth, each Beth has chosen what they're doing. Like they've made their yeah. decision. They're mm-hmm. arguing. They're arguing for their side. You know what I mean? It's uh, it's that's an interesting thing because you know that everything that space beth says is something that regular beth has thought and vice versa and uh and yeah that's just i think that's cool i think that's really interesting character character development and i also think um i also think two beths being able to bounce stuff off each other is going to be a really interesting development in their relationship with rick
2: Totally, yeah. I definitely think it's gonna create further independence and we we kinda saw that in this episode too, where they kinda were like, Fuck you, Rick. Like you're a terrible father, like you literally don't know which one of us is is your real daughter. Right. And whatever. And yeah, I think I think that'll be really interesting just seeing Beth um become like more of a main character in, in the traditional sense of like making her own decisions and maybe having stories that are not so much Reliant on other characters. um also curious how Jerry's gonna play into there being two Beths. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking
1: about. He already clearly said that like line.
2: space 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 Beth like doesn't like Jerry because she chose to leave.
0: <laughs> right.
3: So
0: I um yeah the uh I, I you also have that moment where Jerry's like and I like I think uh. I think after Morty says like, it's, it's awesome. Now we have two moms and he's, and Jerry's like, and I love having two wives. And, everyone, and Jerry's like, no, everyone's like, no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> like There's no way that space Beth is into you. Jerry <laughs> <Right. laughs> there's a reason she went to space. Uh, but um I do. Uh, I also think there's like that all important moment in this episode is that when given the, possibility of learning which which beth is which both beths were like we don't care we that's not important to us anymore yeah. like we are like we are our we are ourselves now like we don't need to know which we don't need to know which one of us is which to know that you're a bad dad so uh so cope rick um that's interesting yeah i'm 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 hopeful that they do more with that these are the things that i just hope this sh- these are the ways that i hope the show continues to evolve because you know It felt like season three did the divorce story. And then at the end, they were like, we're going to bring it all back. It's going to be more streamlined like season one. And uh, (laughs) and then and now they're like introducing all of this. They're kind of bringing back some of the serialized stuff. And I'm like, well, I hope you keep it. I hope you keep this stuff like I want. Yeah, I I want ongoing change. You know,
2: I really hope they do, too. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because it was it was interesting. Yeah. the, the last season with like the Beth and Jerry relationship when she like didn't know if she, she was mom Beth didn't know if she was a clone. And then she and Jerry are talking and he's like, you're my Beth. And then right. they have like, I don't know. So
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. I, I love all this character relationship stuff going on. And I really hope that they kind of like pull that to the front a little bit more in season five.
0: Right. For Sure. We'll, well, we'll see soon. We've got about about a month, I think, or a little over a month until we've Isn't got it this
1: month. No, is not, not May. is June. I think it's June. Yeah, yeah oh, it'll
0: yeah. be. Uh, it's actually going to be great. Adult Swims. I'm going to be watching a lot of Adult Swim. We've got on June 13th, Tuca and Birdie season two starts. Yeah. And then it's going to be paired with Rick and Morty on starting June 20th when Rick and Morty starts. So we'll uh, probably have a bunch of those that show, those show will be paired. I got to figure out if I'm going to cover both of them on my channel. So then Sundays are gonna get busy. <laughs> Sundays yeah, are gonna get busy. Are. busy. We'll see how it goes. Then you gotta uh, in be in like the... my
2: favorite night of the week, man. Yeah. Tuca yeah, and yeah. Birdie and Rick and Morty. Oh, I'm so um, excited for Tuca and Bertie to come I back. Also,
0: it's also funny that they're both shows that are just name and name. Tuca and Birdie <laughs> yes. and Rick. Tuca and Bertie and Rick and Morty. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> then of um, course, in between those videos, you have to sneak in your great North analysis. Mm. somewhere between that because those also come out on sunday i'm gonna
0: do i'm gonna do one video for all three um mm. it's, yeah i think people i think there's a lot of crossover audience between those three shows <laughs> <laughs> so i think i'm really gonna i'm gonna lock That's in on the great weird. the great north to and Bertie, rick and morty stands and you know there's <sighs> definitely those people definitely exist there's tons of them i'm tapping yeah. into the market i'm gonna lock it down <laughs> <laughs> um I do want to watch more Great North. Actually, I watched the first couple, and I thought it was charming. So we'll see. Well, I gotta, I'm going to watch. I think the season's ending soon. I'll give it a. I'll give it a proper watch at some point. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I think all of those Fox shows. I think there's only two left. I think. Nice. Uh,
0: they still so. doing, still doing Simpsons and Family Guy. Is that it?
1: <laughs> or- <laughs> yeah. yeah, and they, <laughs> uh, as of lately, they've all had the same order of twenty per season. Mm, uh, and i know sense. for obvious reasons i know that family guy is on 18 mm-hmm. so as i think i think that i think it's over like i think like this might there might be two more for all of the shows before <laughs> uh family
0: guy counter going up uh um, i almost those- did it you hey i wouldn't have said anything if you didn't you brought up you brought up the great north you said
1: (laughs) that doesn't mean i almost said family guy but i was like no they're gonna blame me for the counter i said it i brought it the great north uh
0: you know you guys are it's gonna blow your minds when we cover family guy eventually
1: (laughs) just you wait just they'll never know they'll never know about <laughs> the conversation we had yesterday <laughs> <They'll> Never know. <laughs> yeah.
0: all right do you guys have any thoughts on the season finale before we talk about our our thoughts on the season as a whole although we've already talked about our thoughts on the season as a whole a bit but we should talk more and uh and then do yeah. our rankings
1: why does phoenix person have an off switch just like some phineas and ferb shit like it's like some Doctor Doofenshmirtz self destruct button shit. Like, why is there just an off switch on the back? I
0: I think it's um it's because he was killed and then and then he was reconstructed by the like fe- the Federation, right? So I think they probably wanted an off switch because they're like they reprogrammed and are using him for their purposes. So if they're if he if he ever gets his brain back, they got to turn him off, right? Mm. <laughs> Come on, okay, Tariq. nice save. come on, nice save. I wasn't
1: doing the science. I didn't do the science. You're right. I figure out what it is. Uh, mathematics are.
0: I do like that, though, that Rick is trying to save bird person. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. <laughs> um, our, oh, I also think that the ending song works when he's looking through his mind blowing uh, memory. Like we mm. talk about how sometimes these ending dramatic songs feel a little out of place. And I think this one was really good. I um, agree. Yeah was a good one and I do right. like
1: that they uh i like that they addressed that wendy's gave them money because <laughs> yes uh, <laughs> because this is I, I vividly remember this day i woke up for some reason i woke up at like 8 a.m and it happened to be the same day that they dropped that wendy's commercial online
3: mm-hmm.
1: and i watched it and i was like oh shit wendy's got breakfast This ads, about. I texted Kevin and I said, this ad is working on me. I'm about to order this shit right now. That was the first time I ever had Wendy's breakfast was because of that commercial.
0: We are going to have to at some point, I think uh, if we like start a Patreon for the podcast at some point, we should do bonus episodes about all. There are so much extra animated Rick and Morty content through advertisements and other and other means we could do a whole episode about that stuff there is like a ps5 commercial there's a wendy's commercial there is alien covenant extra content that they created to promote that movie there's the rick and morty couch gag on the simpsons
1: yeah they do their ads in the same way the only thing that i could think of that's reminiscent of it is the simpsons where like if the simpsons was sponsored by something they wouldn't just do an ad they would do it with style right so like those Butterfinger commercials are just really well written, short Simpson like. Yeah, they things. have the
0: actual writers make them. It's smart. It's right. The do it.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's uh, Rick and Morty is really reminiscent of that, where it's just like, yeah, they just kind of, you can tell they go to these characters they go to them to advertise stuff because of these characters, right? For sure. And they want them to do their thing and for them to sound like themselves and everything like that. Heck yeah.
0: All right. Well, uh, let's talk about not only our thoughts on season four as a whole, but I guess, Tariq, we got to talk about our experience over this mini series of uh, of covering four seasons of Rick and Morty in the past month and how how we feel about the evolution of the show and where it's at and what it means for the show moving forward. Uh, So what do you all think about season four?
2: Mixed feelings Um, (laughs) like I, I chose to like you guys asked me which one I wanted to talk about. I chose this one just because I love the way that this season just kind of like pushes the boundaries and of like what they're allowed to do and just like goes to complete absurdity sometimes um but also I feel like there, like i I just did a ranking list because I forgot I had to do
3: that <laughs>
2: and uh like maybe past the first five on my list like. The, la- the other five kind of, like, blend together slash, like, they're not ones I would, like, choose to go back and watch again. So I've, I don't know. It's, like, mixed feelings because as a whole, it's pretty fun to watch, but I just find some of the episodes not that endearing or, like, I, I feel like some of the other seasons have, like, a more solid list from episode to episode where you're like, oh, yeah, that's a banger and that's a banger and that's a banger. Where in this one, there's, like, three or four of them that I really like and the rest of them I'm just kind of like meh even if they're funny
0: that is exactly how I feel three or four I think I have four on my list that I'm like I I quite like these four and the rest I could take or leave uh not to say that there's like not good things in them there's there's a lot that Mm. I laughed I laughed I laughed at at pretty much every episode this season there's a lot of good stuff uh but I do think overall season four is my least favorite season um, but it's, but it is like, you know, I really like these top four and I also like some of the things they're doing with the trajectory of the characters where I'm like still hopeful and optimistic about what's coming next. And, uh, and, you know, I do think that like my opinion of the season didn't, I, I think my opinion of the season improved on this rewatch. Um, it's still my least favorite of the four, but I do think I, I think over, overall it was funny my first two seasons my first the first season went down in my brain when i rewatched it season 2 stayed really good and then season 3 and 4 both went up in in my head a little bit as i as mm. i rewatched them uh treek you got thoughts on season 4
1: uh yeah i mean i didn't So I went into season four knowing that this was the one that, like, there were gaps for me, right? Like, this was one where, like, I was like, okay, I know there's a couple of these that I... There's no way I've seen this entire season. Uh, And there was. There were, like, two or three that I I had never seen before. And uh, two of them being in the the first half, um, it makes sense that I saw a lot of the later half, considering that everybody was in the house all year. So I really wouldn't have had no choice. Um... And I struggled for a while trying to figure out if I like the first season more or if I like this one more. And I think what I've come down to is that, like, while this is more consistently, like, what the show is and, like, what has become, like, it's fully realized, right? I don't think there's an episode this season that I like as much as, oh say, sixty minutes. You know what I mean. Mm. So I think that's what might, that might make this, uh, less than the first one for me. But at the same time, the first one is wildly more inconsistent than this one because this is obviously where they found their footing. Uh, so I don't know. I guess it kind of just depends on um, on uh, on which day you ask me. But I do think that, like, I I agree with what y'all was saying, There's I have two. The two at the top of this list are two episodes that I love. And the rest of these is just kind of like, yeah, I had fun and yeah, I laughed, but, uh, like, I... There's a reason why I forgot about most of these. And it's not because they're bad, but, like, they're... um, I don't think they live up to the heights that the show has proven that it can do. You know what I mean? I think that I think yeah. that might be my, my assessment of it. I don't
0: know. Yeah, I, I think Decent you're season. what you said about season one is right. Season one is more inconsistent than this season. But for me, like there are there are the the episodes I love in season one will are like top tier episodes for me. They're right. so good. Uh, and there's, I think, one top tier episode in this episode, which would which we'll talk about once we get to our rankings. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's uh, it's, you know, I that's actually I mean, when I talk to some of my friends about the show, about season four and how we feel about it, you know, I've been I have a couple friends uh, who I've been watching the show with since it came out. And we've gotten to this point with the show where every time a new one comes out, where are kind of like, oh, how do you think? What do you think of the new Rick and Morty? And we were both like, it was predictably good. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, as we expected, it is good still. Uh, and it's, it's not doing anything to like blow our minds on a consistent basis. But it's still like they've set a pretty solid level of consistency in their quality and they tend to live up to it. But it doesn't feel as fresh or as exciting as it once did. Mm. um but that's not to say it's bad it's like it's it's almost a victim of its own success <laughs> the show you know yeah mm-hmm. i yeah. hear that yeah
2: yeah it's it's like it was frustrating for me to watch again a little bit because i think because i love this show so much and there. are there just aren't like a whole lot of animated shows out right now that like hold my interest super well, or at least, you know, like before the last year when I met you guys, and you yeah. guys showed me some cool new shows. <laughs> but um, like when, when this came out, the main things I was interested in were like Bojack and Rick and Morty, unless Tuka and Birdie was out by then. Mm-hmm. Um, so like Rick and Morty coming out was like a huge thing for me. I was like, oh yes, this animated show that I love where it's hard for me to find ones. I love is like a- every new episode. I was like so hyped for it. Just like, trying to watch it as soon as possible and i think i it kind of colored the way that i like remembered the season because i definitely like the season less after re-watching <laughs> it and taking <laughs> notes it just like with the rose colored glasses taken off right. um yeah, it was it was a little bit disappointing and I so yeah, maybe maybe season 3 is my favorite if I think about it or maybe I just don't have a favorite season of the show and I just have favorite episodes because right. they they differ so much. Um but yeah, I don't know. It was it was interesting. Like I I don't think any of these episodes are bad by any means. Even my least favorite one is still enjoyable to watch, but it's right. just not hitting the same as some of the earlier stuff and maybe that's an effect of them being more organized. Maybe, like, the chaos had, you know, pl- had some play in those earlier episodes. I don't know. I'm curious to see what season five is going to look like because of that. Yeah,
0: yeah. It looks like there's some interesting stuff happening in season five. Um, the trailers, there's a couple trailers out. They look, I mean, it look, looks like Rick and Morty. <laughs> it's hard to. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah, the trailers don't really tell you anything. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm happy
2: to see them, but it's just like, um, like I was thinking about that. Like, it must be like so, it must feel so artistically devoid for them to like try to grab like all the like laughable moments and like the quirky scenes to like right. put in a one minute, 30 second trailer when like, you know that every joke in Rick and Morty for the most part has been like building throughout the episode and like yeah, yeah, has yeah, yeah. payoff. Yeah. So True. Uh, yeah, it must, it must just suck to be like Justin Roiland and Dan Harmon and be like, all right guys, we got to cut a minute long <laughs> trailer. Yeah. of yeah. season.
0: Um. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what Season 5 brings. And I guess we haven't really talked about this, Tariq, but I guess we should probably try to line up our upcoming mini series so that when Season 5 ends, we cover it pretty quickly. Like, that feels like the move, right? <laughs> like I was thinking that. So I was thinking about yeah. we're recording this. Yeah. yeah, so I guess we'll... I mean, we don't have the full schedule yet. We know it starts on June 20th. We don't know if there's going to be a hiatus like there was last year, so we'll keep an eye on it. But um, I will. we're going to do our best... And I guess this goes for any show that we end up covering that isn't finished yet. Um, If we, you know, if we catch up to where we are, we'll try to, we'll try to cover the new seasons uh, when they're, when they're most being talked about right when season five's over and everyone's like, let's talk Rick and Morty season five. You can count on cartoons that curse unless we fuck it up. We'll find out. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. Should we do our rankings?
1: Let's yeah. do it. Let's get there. Alright,
0: I'll go first. Here we go. Yeah. Um Okay, ten. Rattlestar Ricklantica. Nine Pro mortius Eight Childrick of Mort 7. One crew over the Krukus Morty. Six Claw and Hoarder Special Ricktums Unit <laughs> These titles. Five <laughs> Edge of Tomorty. Live Die Rick Pete. Uh four. The old man in the seat. Three never ricking Morty, two Star to return of the Jerry, and one the vat of acid episode. Ours is kind of close. Really, I was expecting yeah. us to be real different, but we'll we'll see. We'll it's see kinda, how it gets kind yeah.
1: cla- gets a little messed up in the. I in the changed a couple map, on the
0: but... fly. I like I changed some while we were while we were recording, uh, and yeah. I changed I changed more I, right before I said it, I was like, wait, I changed my mind at <laughs> the last. <Okay>. Second. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. Uh, I got number 10, Rattlestar, Rick Galactica. Uh, number nine, Never Ricking Morty. Number eight, Promortius. Number seven, Rick Child of Mort. Number six, Edge of to Morty. Rick Die, Rick Pete. Number five, <laughs> One Crew Over the Crew Coo's Morty. Wow, I said that. Number four, <laughs> Star Mort's Rick Turn of the Jerry. Number three, Claw and Hoarder. Special Rick Morty, number two, The Old Man in the Seat, and number one, the Vat of Acid episode. Nice. I All
0: like right. how High Claw and Hoarder is for you because people don't like that one. It's, it's so <laughs> fucking funny. It's <laughs> funny. Like, it's pretty high
2: on my list, too. I what also on, think it's pretty it's
1: funny. like to
0: fuck Wooly mammoths.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so he's listening to Future. It's so funny. <laughs> I like yeah. that one i didn't all know right. people don't like it i like that one that's
0: funny keeks what you got what you got
2: all right 10 okay and, and as a disclaimer like the ones in the middle they're all kind of a blob in my <laughs> brain so yeah no worries you know i could shift them around we're not
0: judging you to. too hard
2: um, <laughs> but number 10 rattlestar rick lactica number nine one crew over the crew who's morty number eight never ricking morty number seven the old man and the seat Number six, Proto Mortius. Number five, Childrick of Mort. Number four, Claw and Hoarder, Special Rickdoms Morty. Number three, Star Mort, Return of the Jerry. Number two, Edge of tomorty Rick Die Repeat. And number one, Batabacid.
0: Hell yeah. Well, we all got the same ten and one. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? That's awesome. Uh so we're agreed there. <laughs> um Yeah, I think like, I mean, what is there to say? I mean, we are we kind of already talked about a lot of our differences, opinions of some of these episodes. Like, obviously, you guys didn't like never ricking Morty as much as me, but that's very understandable because I just like really dug the absurd meta level of of writing commentary in it, Um, but not one that I Blame anyone for not liking <laughs> I like it. I would yeah. just
2: like I just like some of the others more. Yeah, like sure. everything except for One Crew over the Krukus Morty and Rattlestar Rick Lactica, I would say that I like a lot. Right. Like like I'm and then Krukus Morty, I just like don't really like like the action crew yeah. type episodes, even though there's some really funny moments. And I then, was
0: you know, it's it's rattlestar pretty...
2: Rick Lactica, we didn't even talk about the Jerry plot. When 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 his when he has, like, the
0: shoes. Oh, that is actually <laughs> a good oh, We didn't that, that, even damn. mention it. And you know what? We should have because it's actually a good B-plot. It's the best part really good. of the episode. a funny B-plot. It Oh, is man, really you're good. right. In fact, yeah, that yeah. is like the highlight of the episode is Jerry's stubbornness. Right. <laughs> Jerry being like, "No, I will not ask for help. I'm going right. to come down from my floating yeah. nightmare <laughs> and figure it out." Uh, that is such a that is such a funny B plot. A great Jerry B plot. Yeah,
2: you know that when Jerry is the best part of the episode, the episode's.
1: Uh, <laughs> help me, I, mean, I will. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, man, one thing about Krukus Morty, man, is that like it would have been lower, but the end saved it. That Netflix stuff dude, is what got it to the middle of my list. Funny. Yeah. I was like, actually I gonna like say,
0: I was gonna say, like going into the season, I was expecting that to be it's still seven, but I was expecting that to be like bottom, like real close to the bottom. I was like, oh, that's my, one mm. of my least favorites. But rewatching it, I was kind of shocked of like a how much I was laughing at it. Because I remember, I just, I just remember that episode as being exhausting and it still is, but I remember, but I laughed a lot more than I anticipated. And the ending really is great. The Netflix stuff is so funny. And the fact that like he was heisting, he was heisting Morty's. Morty's opinions. Basically, he was like, he was just, (laughs) (laughs) he was, uh, yeah, he was, he was heisting Morty's uh, passion for for writing. Right, for film. (laughs) Yeah,
2: I like it much more than Vindicator's three, which is my actual least favorite, Mm. like Rick and Morty crew action episode.
0: That was pretty low on all our lists
1: last last week. If I, yeah,
0: yeah, you haven't heard that one yet, but uh, I believe, I think that's pretty low on my list. Did all
1: three of us have that last? It is the bottom of my list. It was <laughs> yes definitely the bottom of
0: mine. Yeah. And I think probably it was for man as well. We'll see. I mean, uh, oh, no, no. Whitney. A... We had Whitney. It was Whitney. Yeah. Whitney didn't <laughs> didn't write down her, her list, so I think she forgot one. Maybe oh yeah, she freestyled. That she yeah, that did <laughs>
1: happen. Yeah.
2: That's basically what I just did because I didn't know I had to do rankings. So uh,
1: so far, man is the only guest <laughs> that has had it <laughs> as soon as you yeah, got here. That's true.
0: We have to we have to prep our guests better. That's the lesson here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're we're yeah, blown fuck ups. Yeah, yes, uh, we're, all yeah. our fault. <sighs> And with that, we're a bad podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it uh, took
1: this long to realize, but we got there.
0: This is a great mini. This is a good mini- series and a great episode. And Keeks, we're so excited that you came on the podcast. Yeah. This is so much yeah, fun. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah. Well, uh, do you want to plug your stuff before we go?
2: Yeah. Sure. Hi, everybody. I'm Offbeat Kiki, and you may recognize me from that brace face video on Tunerific Tyreek's channel, Tina Tyler. Yes. So happy to be here with my friends, Tina Rific uh, Tyrone and Johnny Too Beautiful. Um, thanks for having me, guys. On my channel, look what, I look what I got, the- and look
1: what he got. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm cool with that. I it. do a lot
2: of Johnny Two Blanks, so you know, <laughs> next time I'll have a different one. Um, but on my channel, I do series retrospectives um, where I watch an entire cartoon series, typically ones for kids. Uh, from the 2000s, and then just give my opinion on the entire series. Do some character analysis, do some relationship analysis, and I try to nurture the inner child in me and their interests while also looking at that media under a modern lens. Um, I also do like some shorter video essays and play music, write my write original songs, and. Um, like sing covers from cartoons as well so that's what you'll find on offbeat kiki which i'm not going to spell out um well maybe (laughs) i should o-f-f-b-e-a-t space k-i-k-i on youtube all (laughs) lowercase
0: all lowercase yes no
2: no caps when you smell when you spell
0: this person's name (laughs) no no cap no cap not when you smell my name either (laughs) 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 <laughs> uh if there's any uh if there's anyone listening who's a fan of Danny Phantom, definitely go check out their Danny Phantom yeah. retrospective. It rules, Absolutely. it's great. Uh yeah, highly recommend. Go subscribe. And with that, I yes. guess we should sign off. So I wish we had like a sign off song, like like Blue's Clues, you know, yeah. <laughs> that, that would be nice. Uh, but we don't. So I'm just going to say thank you to Michael Yunez for producing and editing the podcast. Thank you for Carrie Feek for our artwork. Thank you for Jake Neutron for our theme song. Thank you for uh, thank you to Tariq for co-hosting. Thank you to oh, Afi Kiki so for guesting. And thank you to all of you for listening. Uh, we love you, but also fuck you. We'll see you next week.
1: Yeah, cartoons. fuck
3: you i'll be back
1: that love. <laughs> yeah everybody oh, wait. put hearts wait we can't wait. say goodbye
0: we have to tell everyone that uh we're covering a new show next week we are Whoa. doing that huh. <laughs> i almost blew it you know what
2: i'm the best i reminded you guys <laughs> yeah, true.
0: wow that what was a close one and the funny thing is you. that so many people are going to have clicked out of this already because we started yep. signing off and they're going to be like, wait, All what right. are you doing next? Well, <laughs> you should have listened to the whole thing. Big but- nice. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Uh Okay, here we go. Next week, we're going to start covering Archer. Uh, we're pretty stoked. I haven't watched Archer in it's a long time. Good. Big fan of Me Archer. Neither. We've gotten a handful of requests for Archer. Um And we decided last second, like, you know what? Let's do Archer. We don't know how many we're going to do because we so far we've been doing four season miniseries. We did four seasons of Futurama. We did all four seasons of Rick and Morty. And the month long miniseries has worked really well. So tentatively, we're at least going to do four seasons of Archer. And then we'll decide at the back end, you know, if we want to just keep rolling with it, maybe do a couple more than that. um, Or if we want to take a break and cover it again later.
1: Uh, mm-hmm. but you
0: know we've got stuff we got to return to. We've actually uh, already recorded a Bender's Big Score episode, a little uh, B- BTS that was a while there. Ago, too. We <laughs> recorded that so long ago and we don't know yeah. when y'all are going to hear it. We have no right. idea. So it's in the past. Keep it in your
2: back pocket for when you guys have an off week, you know. Yeah, right. we're
0: I mean, I think we'll we'll probably try to you know, if we need to use it in an off week we will, but we'll try to do a month that's just all the movies, all the future on movies. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. Um, so I, we'll just, see how I that can't goes.
1: wait until like we don't release the episode to like one of us moves or something so like when they <laughs> finally get it it's just like the old background like right. I don't even live here anymore <laughs> that's true. that
0: will be oh man that's a funny thought um but yeah it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be fun Archer will be a really fun show to explore re-explore and revisit and we hope you uh, we hope you join us on that adventure so mm-hmm. um and with that. I already said all the sign-offs, so you again.
1: Goodbye. You again. (laughs) Everybody put hearts (laughs) up. Cartoons that love.